Hey guys, it's me. I'm back. Um, as the YouTubers say, um, let's do some, <laughs> let's do some, um, sorry, just put the AC on. Let's do some housekeeping. Um, I'm going to start like putting segments. I can't believe I'm surrendering like this. I've decided to start putting segments into my episodes because I didn't do it before because I didn't feel like it, period. And the justification I would use um, to like further expand on not caring is like either you care to listen or you don't. I, as we all know, I lose my train of thought, so I did. I'm getting much better at it now, but, or with it now, but I was just so emotional that I was like girl like I don't know when I started talking about this topic and whatever but the other day I was able to do it and I realized it wasn't so hard especially because like I'm not you know season one season two me isn't you know me anymore it's like I um like I just I got it you know what I mean like I got it um I can do it so I'm gonna start doing it um which is kind of fun it's kind of fun and also I always have to like start a new segment anyway so this will help me stay in line and I also have my notes app ready to go my last episode I was really upset and emotional so it was also still all over the place but you know um that's fine we're still always gonna have episodes like that like it's fine um but yeah no so today's episode is actually going to be very like concise okay like we're gonna talk about my anger and my wrongs and then just like other little random things that somehow relate to this like for example i want to like talk about how my views change obviously a bitch grows and learns and i'm not someone who is like like i don't got my ear to the streets i'm not gonna <laughs> i mean i do but in different ways like i like for example candace owens i was just watching this video by this youtuber called lil bill and it was like what is a house negro like that was what the video was called like who are they and you know i forgot the other part to the title and he was showing like showing candace owens and i had said in a previous episode like relatively recently kind of like not defending candace owens but just kind of like giving more perspective and just being like okay but then after seeing like candace owens because i don't know about candace owens i don't watch candace owens i'm not interested like in that episode i thought for two seconds like should i like oh but i was like no i'm not gonna do it i have not listened to candace owens but i can't remember and i talk about it in that episode but i can't remember what made me humanize candace owens like in the way that i did but after like seeing all this stuff about like candace or whatever like i was like kind of like oh my god like I had completely forgotten about her shenanigans in 2020 specifically. Um, and I don't know, I guess like for me too, it's like as somebody who does not, like for me, the nail in the coffin was the Kanye thing. Like that was the nail in the coffin for me. Not so much the 2020 stuff, like that really did like disturb me, but because of my childhood, like people like that, like their existence doesn't, 
like disturb me like i don't know like seeing her do that was very infuriating but less so about her as a person and just her having the ability to be who she is at such a scale that she is meaning like the networks that she's a part of the people who support her and promote her like for me it's it's not just her it's also everything and anything that continues to support her like that's really what was like pissing me off during 2020 um but it was the kanye thing that made me look at her personally and was like yeah no like i can't imagine unless you truly do some like evolutionary personal change like with herself like there's nothing she could ever do to really ever regain the level of respect that she lost and the thing is like she didn't even have that much respect for me because i don't know her like that still don't know her like that but that Kanye shit really disgusted me. And I've talked about it many times when it comes to Kanye. Um, like, his mental health was, like, a whole collapse. And then now he's just a fucking, like, hurt people, hurt people, another hurt person. And it's just, like, I... And her just, like, standing there. Like, they're both, like, gremlins. They're both, like, demons. And it's just, like, crazy to me how, like people were calling that shit out from the beginning and i was sitting here like oh my god he's mentally ill and they're like nah they're literally the same and they are <laughs> they really really are even though i could totally see candace like candace is like less mentally ill i don't know if the bitch is mentally ill at all allegedly i don't know i feel like it's getting disrespectful but it's just <laughs> i don't know if she's mentally ill but we all know kanye is for short allegedly anyway but it's just like, <laughs> but it's like with her with candace it's like girl you're like actually like much more it's like kanye being drunk and her being sober they're still the same type of person because they still get into the same type of shenanigans but it's like she's like sober so like she'll like back off if it like gets to be too much which i'm pretty sure is what she did and like that just really just solidifies like why i don't respect her though because i'm like and that video i think i mean i never really thought much about what a house negro was so that entire video was honestly like new for me like the entire perspective everything was like very new and i really like Lil bill's channel i mean i've only seen like i just watched like four videos um but i really like it um i can't subscribe yet because i have to watch more videos but i so far really like the content and i think it's educating me in ways that i need to be educated you know what i mean and so like or at least enticing me to further expand or further my education on history and terminology and specifically just like more like learning more about how black americans are exploited are degraded culturally systematically and personally i'd be like personally i feel like you know yeah <laughs> but it's just like the but specifically the culturally the societally like it just gives me more perspective on that that i just did not have before and i really appreciate that um and speaking of like a perfect example of that was candace owens like that was like wild to me like to really like because i remember being exposed to all of this when she first like came into like 
my consciousness which was in 2020 like but again it was just like oh that's her whatever blah blah and like i said in my last episode where i was talking about like people be forgetting shit like i'm being real like i'm not saying that people don't care when they forget i just mean like people have lives and it's like you just forget shit and i know some people are like well how do you forget that i'm like and that's what i mean by i don't have my ears to the streets it's like i i do but like in the things i'm interested in and like those are really the streets but like it's just like i'm not really listening to like black conservatives i'm not listening to i'm not even really paying attention to politics as much as i should be at like and i'm trying to get back into it but it's hard because a lot of it is just like a shit show and for me it's very frustrating because it's like no we are entertaining people who should not even be and who should not be entertained so i feel like even actively participating in politics i'm actively contributing to everything that's wrong with this country and the reasons why everything are as bad as they are like that's why i have no interest ever since donald trump like one the presidency like i was like yeah like there's no reason for me to participate in this any longer because it's like it's a fucking joke and it's like if we keep feeding into this joke like it's not gonna get better it's just gonna get more intricate and again people will forget because people have lives they have traumatic experiences that they go through and like they lose touch with the greater collective that they're a part of and that's a part of life like sometimes you're in it sometimes you're not and it's just like people forget and i forgot about a lot of that shit with candace owens and the thing is too is like you know like it's a very popular thing where people are like if you say you don't like something and someone wants to make you feel stupid they'll ask you like why like if you are like i hate republicans and you're like talking to her like a republican for example they'll be like why and this happened to me many times in my youth but also many times like in the last couple of years since i've just been like mentally ill and shit but it's just like i won't remember why i don't fuck with people but i trust myself because i'm like no but like i'm not stupid like if i have written somebody off in my mind it is for a reason and college was when i like reneged on being that way but now we're gonna go back to being that way it's like a bitch i may not remember why i don't like that bitch but i still don't fucking like that bitch it's just it's what it is like but with like candace owens i just feel like and i think i said this in the last time where i talked about her i just feel like she just wants to be like respected and popular and loves like i really just see that in her but it's like it just says a lot about her that like the way because it makes me question like well who do you look up to who do you like what type of popularity do you like aspire to be like in the dark crevices of your mind where no one else is access allowed to access but yourself like what do you fantasize about like you know some people fantasize about wearing fucking a nice ass bikini on the beach taking selfies with their ass out like i'd be thinking about that like that's like where the dark crevices of my mind goes like and i feel like some people probably never guess that but like that's like what i love like you'll probably never really catch me doing that but it's like that is something though where it's like i that may not really be me or maybe that might be me when i'm like 35 and i've dealt with a lot of like my childhood traumas which we all know i'm still dealing with but i grew up very conservative so it's like i'm not saying i was conservative even i was a big conservative but not by choice but my environment was very conservative my home was very conservative and so to this day it's like a bitch wants to wear a thong and be on the beach and feel sexy and get her selfies taken and then post that shit on her private account like that's what i want to do but i'm not there yet and i don't know if i'll ever be but i'm not there yet 
and it's not because I don't love that and it's also because I do have a lot of like conflicting feelings when it comes to like you know the hypersexualization of women especially young women especially like these pedophilic beauty standards it's like I like that's why I'm saying it's always gonna be my private account even if I do get to the space in the day where like okay I'm expressing myself exactly the way I want to it's probably gonna mostly be on a private account because it's like I do not like I like the things that make life so hard it's like for example if a woman wants to be sexual that's fine sexualization especially when that's out of like a woman's control is a fucking problem but the actual act of being a sexual woman being a liberated there's nothing wrong with that and i just with every movement it always get it always gets hijacked specifically in like commodified spaces because there's an organization an order that has to exist for the proper procedure of commodification but when you're putting something pure and real as like a person just being a fucking person into this commodification machine you just come up with this fucking uncanny valley and that's the best way to put it but mostly you just end up like in these situations of like wow these bitches are (laughs) sorry but it's just like wow like these bitches are hot let's make money off of it but then it's like what people find like okay we can all agree right no no we can't see that's the point but i was gonna say like we can all agree that a beautiful ass in a thong is hot but not everybody actually agrees with that like not everybody likes that like some people's preferences are like i want your ass covered but the little cheeks to be spilling out a little bit and when i say like people i don't mean like men i just mean like people in general like some people they like the more modest look like that's sexier to them because they like to look at it and then fantasize about taking those panties off or maybe they just like the little the little cheeks hanging out like it's just that simple but it's like not everybody's gonna like a thong you know what i mean like not everyone's gonna like seeing a thong and that doesn't make you anti-feminist or anti-women you know what i mean it's like that's just your preference but because of literally the nature of commodification and the whole process of like oh like you need to make money or you need to be popular enough or like you know um like the more money the better so it's like you need to like reach more audiences but like people really do have distinct preferences and there's nothing wrong with that it just becomes a problem when it impedes on other people's rights to like have their own fucking preferences like not everybody wants to see fucking booty butt cheek like i'm gonna be real with y'all i love delhi by ice spice like i love that song i love like i like you know, girl i be loving a lot of these like these new girlies like i be loving them i be i mean not like their entire discography but i always have like one or two hits by them where i'm like yo this is magic you know what i mean but it's like it's hard for me to watch music videos though because it's like especially as an adult who understands herself and like just so much more about being a person it's like i don't feel like getting horny right now like it just be like that for me where it's like i just don't want to like listen because it's like even when i listen to these songs right and i said the dark crevices of my mind is me in a beautiful bikini very revealing my ass out my titties nice like that's what i want so i listen to those music i listen to those songs because like i can get to that part of myself i can tap into that part of myself but that part of myself, even if it may look like that or or, or pre- present itself in that way, doesn't necessarily mean that, like, I want to watch a video and, like, see these other forms of, like, 
being sexual like i just don't feel like looking at it like it took me a long time not a long time being dramatic but it took me like a week to really watch delhi the music video for what it was because when i first watched it and like this is when i first watched it too that was when i first heard the song i believe yeah like i believe the first time i heard the song was through visuals and it was kind of hard for me to fully appreciate the song the way that i do now after having listened to the song on its own because when i'm seeing all these images it's like i just feel uncomfortable because it's like and when i say uncomfortable i don't mean uncomfortable like it's like oh my god this shouldn't be like this shouldn't be access like there's something fundamentally wrong i was like no i just like seeing ice like i don't like to sexualize ice spice personally like that's just the thing like i personally just don't really like seeing ice spices ass out all the time like i'd be having my moments specifically when i'm high or when i'm drunk and i'm just like yes girl but usually when i'm sober like i don't want to see that and it's not because of her personally i just don't want to see that like i know how my body's gonna react to that i know what i'm attracted to and i'm just not in the mood for that right now and like that's one of my biggest issues when it comes to children having access to all this hypersexualization is that like they're just reacting to everything but they're at no point given the space especially with these algorithms to really like reflect like yes my body reacted to this but is this necessarily something that i want in this moment like this could be a very heavy example but this is i think a perfect example where if you ever re- this is good this is trigger warning because we're really it's a really heavy example but this is really like i'm just being real like because at least for me as a person the the type of reflection i'm talking about now it started with this years ago when i was in my late teens i was like you know reading about like rape culture all that stuff i was like super i don't want to say i was super into that but i was like reading much more about it then than i am now because i did not know as much as i do now at that time so I'd, i would read a lot about it and there would be there's this one thing i'll never forget where it was it was like a poster a person posting online i remember which it was either twitter maybe tumblr um but i was using really really using tumblr at that time so i think it was twitter it, i think it was twitter and this is why like i twitter will always have a special place in all of our hearts is because yes it was a fucking cesspool shit show but there was a time where it was a golden era and it was just it was just access to information that you probably could not have access to in your real life because maybe there are things people won't talk about around you or maybe your peers especially when you're younger they just don't have that information like anyway but there was this woman and she was posting about how like if you if your body reacted while you were being sexually violated or raped that does not mean you wanted that to happen it does not mean that you liked it like your body right like it is it is its own thing and it will react in the way that it reacts right like i will let's be transparent i'm the sort of person where it's like even if maybe everyone is like this and we just don't talk about it but it's like if i'm touched unwarrantedly like my body will react to that but that doesn't make me want it like that doesn't mean that i want it it doesn't mean that i desire it doesn't mean i look back on that and be like yo that was nice no like my body's just reacting and so with children that's my beef it's like when they're watching this like their bodies are reacting but without the respite without the guidance without the space to reflect on that like yes your body reacted like that but you are more than your body that's why you know when fucking talk about spirituality and shit it's always like the mind the body and the spirit like you're more than just your body you're more than just your mind and you're more than just your spirit you are everything coming together and it's in it 
in its existence right so all that to say where it's like for example i can't do ice spice all the time and it's not because of her personally and it's taken me a long time to really realize that like i recently watched her apple music interview and i was like i really like this girl because she's mad new york period i'll just be real with you i was like she's so new york and i can see her own personality through it but i just love that she's so new york and she doesn't seem to have any desire to be anything other than that like when she was talking in that interview it was just so crazy to me because she just literally in my mind like that's new york dialect like she spoke fluent new york like especially like the bronx dialect specifically like she's just going off and i really like that and I feel like a lot of people underestimate like the pressures that people can feel when they're in spaces like this or become mainstream where they feel like they have to change or they feel like they have to talk a certain way. And I just felt like it was also very New York of her to not even, at least from my perspective, it didn't even seem like she cares truly. And that, not to say that she's not mindful of it or thoughtful of it, but it just doesn't seem like she cares enough to like, what's the word, forsake herself for the sake of like the approval of people who may not understand your culture may not understand her and i really respect that i really respect that um so it's not about her personally but it's like i don't always want to see her ass shaking and i'll be real with you sometimes i've been horny i've been looking at her videos but like those are very specific situations you know what i mean <laughs> like there's a time and a place and it's not even just about like other people having like a time and a place about yourself like sometimes you just don't feel like you just don't feel like touching yourself sometimes you just don't feel like that and maybe not everyone can relate to that but i definitely can sometimes i just don't i just don't feel like looking at some ass cheeks i just don't feel like it you know like i want to listen to the song go to the deep crevices of my mind and shake my own ass because i'm actually not looking at it as i do and i'm just feeling it but sometimes i just don't want to see it you know what i mean and again when i say sometimes it's not like ban this music like no i just girl just not right now like just like like just not right now like just not right now <laughs> you know anyway how the fuck do we get onto this from candace owens um damn anyway but it's just <laughs> but anyway anyway i will go back to my candace owens things like finish that shit up because i'm pretty sure whatever whatever reason i brought up high spice and all that stuff and sexualization like whatever anyway but with candace owens i just like don't really respect her um i have like there's like i don't know, respect is a strong word but there's something there that i do have for her but it's it's just i don't know what it is and if it is respect it's like literally like a centimeter thick of like respect but it's just like for me i just and I think his, I think Lil Bill's video did a great job where it's like, cause I'll be real. I don't have enough knowledge to like to agree or disagree that like, that is what a house Negro is. Like for all I know, he could be like, no, this is what a house Negro is. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's telling me, but I literally have no, I don't have enough of a foundation when it comes to that to truly like say any further opinions about that. So I'm not really going to comment much on like that part of the video, but I just did think about Candace and I wanted to like talk about that specifically but it's just like with her and I think he did a great job at like illustrating this about her and something that people have said about her since the beginning like since 2020 where it's like she just cares about herself and that's why I mentioned like she seems like she wants to be popular she seems like she wants to be cool like she just seems like she wants to be that and like her also being black and like me being black it's like I can understand how like maybe she realized that she would never be 
Like, I mean, I'm just bringing this up because I just talked about it. But it's just like Ice Spice. Like, she's not going to be an Ice Spice. She don't talk like Ice Spice. She don't move like Ice Spice. She don't, people don't congregate around her the way they would want to congregate around Ice Spice for the same reasons. And so it's like, I'm sure in her life, she just wanted, she just wanted a certain amount of glory that maybe she just didn't understand that she could get by just being herself and being patient. Maybe she just thought that like, I just need to hop on whatever trend. Like I need to do what I got to do. I got, and it's like, I do believe that there is some weird philosophy there underneath it all. I don't think Candace Owens biggest issue is our greatest like fault weakness there's a better word but I can't think of it right now like the thing that 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 will always be the reason for her fall you know is not going to be lack of smarts or lack of intelligence or lack of deceit or lack of anything like that like mental energy I don't think is really where she falls even though that's where she usually shows herself is through like these mental gymnastics and like weirdo weirdo things for lack of better phrasing but i think for her it's a matter of just like insecurity like even in that video like little bill's video like seeing how you know she was anti-trump until like trump became president it's just like like for me that says a lot about your loyalty and like truth like and real like that it just says a lot about yourself and relationship to yourself and yeah like i'm just like yeah girl like you gonna like the things you need to heal that has absolutely nothing to do with anybody in this world but yourself and yeah so just 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 like that that's that's just like my thing anyway i don't remember what like how we got into ice spice though so um i'm just gonna like start a new segment and we're gonna talk about what did i say it was like my anger and my wrongs because i really kind of want to start a whole new chapter with this episode and how i want to start this new chapter is through you know um just being real like really just being real with myself um and with everyone else here period okay anyway so we're gonna start off with my anger because that is what birthed and led us to where we are today Uh, i mean right now yesterday i didn't eat and i was like really sitting there thinking like i was like mad angry and i was thinking about the past and if you you know if you've listened to any of these previous episodes i don't have to tell you like honestly if you've been listening i really don't have to tell you you should know off the back of your head like the things that have greatly affected me um but I was thinking about all of those things and I had not eaten. And so I was like, girl, like, it's really because you're hungry. Like, it's really because you're hungry. Like, you are just really fucking hungry. And, like, it's making you angrier. It's making you irritable. Like, all of these horrible things that you're feeling, it's truly just a lack of nutrition. Like, it is not even... Because I have truly... Like, I know you guys might find it hard to believe, but, like... I've truly gotten so much better. Like, I have really, like, reached a point where now, anytime I think about the past, I just say to myself, I say either say, let it go, and it actually, like, makes a difference, or I will say, like, it doesn't matter. And, like, these are things I've tried to say to myself my whole life, and it didn't, it didn't do anything. But now, as I get older, I'm like, nah, like, for real. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it really let it go. It doesn't matter. And I still have, you know, like, some things that I'm dealing with, um 
in relation to that but like for the most part though like I'm like I'm good like you know like it's like if 100% is healed I feel like I I like go back and forth between like 75 to 85% healed and I think that that's a beautiful place to be considering like we were starting at zero and the range was zero to zero you know what i mean like like (laughs) like it was 0.1 on a good day and those were very far and few in between and the definition of a good day back then is definitely not really the true definition of a good day at all but yeah but i was thinking about my anger and i i just had this epiphany on the train yesterday um where i just realized i was just like yo like bitch you're angry and like I realized too that day that like like later on after this thought because I shared it with a friend of mine I realized I was like you're just angry and so the only thing in your life right now that probably makes you angry whether it be memories whether it be like past situations whether it be like irrelevant things that happen every day like because you are angry you will find whatever little thing that probably wouldn't even fucking matter if you weren't angry you're just finding those reasons to fuel your anger because you know your mind your mind is not your body you know what i mean like it's just not like they're connected but like that's not the same thing you know what i mean so it's just like um So I'm saying all that to say where it's like, um, I, like, sorry, um, guys, please bear with me. (laughs) Um, but I'm saying all that to say, um, that like, sorry, I lost my train, Jesus Christ, I lost my train of thought. Anyway. (laughs) Um, but yeah, looking for reasons to justify the anger, the body and the mind are not connected. Yeah, so like my body is like angry because like I'm hungry, but my mind is disconnected from that hunger. So she's just like, I'm angry, bitch. And then thinks of all the things that makes her angry. And it's like, no, like you're angry because you're hungry. And because I am coming from a period where like there was really no real distinction of anything, period, ever at all. It was just a cesspool of emotions thoughts experiences like it was just a lot it just makes sense where even outside of like that experience just also coming back to like basic awareness of like bitch you're hungry eat you know what i mean like you are sleepy sleep like you know what i mean it's just like those basic functions like i feel like i'm relearning and they just come off so like lack of a better word crazily because it's like i will bring up shit that happened years ago and it's like maybe you just need to eat you know like maybe it's not even that you need to heal from those things like maybe you just need to eat something because it's like after i'm done eating not there's nothing wrong in the world like i'm just i feel so good i'm so happy i be texting my friends like i love you i be sitting there like yo i'm so grateful like i have these friends that i love so much like oh my god i just need to keep moving forward and keep like you know my dreams will come true like it's just so different versus like when i'm fucking hungry but like the fact that there was that disconnect really helps me understand how like my mind and my body were so disconnected because it's like we i literally in my life i've experienced hangriness before you know like outside of the last like 
three or four years like it, i knew if i was hungry i would get angry and i knew if i was angry i probably was hungry but after what happened the last four years like i just kind of forgot that fact forgot that basic way of existing right and so it just gave me like a lot of perspective um especially when it comes to like pre the last four years the last four years and now this new chapter i'm starting it's just like post last four years and it's just like crazy it's just like a little wild it's just like a little it's just like a little you know what i mean it's just like a little mm, like (laughs) and that's like pretty much all i have to say like i think that's pretty much all i have to say when it comes to my anger because my anger is actually going to because really contextualizing my anger contextualizing myself there are a lot of things that i really just now want to talk about and i call it my wrongs because of the fact that i you know we all know that when we are when we look back at things five years from now 10 years from now 20 years from now we're gonna look back and we're just gonna be like oh my god like i was so you know dumb or naive or embarrassing like you know low-key negative i mean it doesn't have to be negative you could like laugh at it be like oh i was so naive (laughs) but it's just like (laughs) but it's like you know you look back and you're just like damn i was young like honestly this is what comes down to like i was young like i thought i knew but i really did not know what i did not know and now i know better because i'm older and more experienced and blah 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 And I always try to keep that little perspective in my head because I don't ever want to make, and I've been guilty of this because I have been a child, okay? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like before today, like she, there was one time, I was five years old one time. Like, I don't know if y'all know, but I'm just, I'm sorry. Anyway, that was corny. But it's just like, I, you know, like I, for real, for real, like, you know, I just don't want to continue on making the same childhood mistake of like making a big deal out of things that really aren't that big of a deal. And I didn't want to do it in a way that also invalidated how serious something was to me in that point in time. And I've been trying my best to find that balance throughout this podcast. But the reality is I was really emotional when I would talk. And even to this day, when I re- re- like reflect on the ways that I've spoken, like even my last episode, I feel a little embarrassed about it. Because, like, I wouldn't go up to a white person and say, like, white people are evil. But I probably, if I felt comfortable enough around a white person, I would fucking say that. Because it's like, I know what I mean when I say that. And I don't mind explaining it. But I also understand that if you're a white person and you just hear me say, like, white people are evil, you're going to have your own personal reactions to it that got nothing to do with me. And it's like, I don't know if I want to deal with that. Like, I don't know if I want to deal with whatever pushback or response of that. Even though it's like, if it's on fucking Spotify, if it's, like, fucking, like, if it's here if it's online like you know what i mean it's just like i mean i really have no choice like people are allowed to respond to something that they're being like that they're experiencing like people have like people are allowed to respond to something they're experiencing whether it's by their own choice or not so that's something i think about a lot one of the reasons why i also don't share the podcast like as because i there are people who know about it there are people who know the title but i do not share it um like tremendously and it's for that reason i just don't know if i'm ready for that you know and it's like i do want to share it though because i just have so much fun when i record these episodes because i'm really talking shit in a way that i feel like i really struggle to do 
with other people you know what i mean like i really struggle to do with other people because like i said making like because it's a joke in how i'm delivering it but there is reality when i'm like white people are evil like when i talked about it in my last episode like they don't share their resources like i mean what i'm talking about where it's like and i may not have the language to truly do my true pure intentions justice when it comes to like what i'm saying but there's a reason why I'm saying what I'm saying, even if the way that I'm saying it isn't entirely accurate. And I acknowledge that ignorance through like joking, like through humor, through like, ha 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 ha, you know what I mean? Like, like white people are fucking evil, but you know, it's like, but I also am not going to look at every white person I see or come by and be like, you're evil. I'm probably not thinking that deeply about you. Like, like when I look at people, I just think about what they're wearing. Cause like, I like shit like that. You know, I'd be like, oh, I like her shoes or maybe I like her bag or maybe I just don't care, period. You know what I mean? It's just like, but it's just like, I'm not looking at white person thinking like, you evil bitch what racist shit did you do today like i'm not thinking that you know what i mean and it's like understanding that like white people are so ignorant to a lot of these things not every white person but enough where like they hear white people are evil and they feel under attack and it's like girl this is not about you like even though i know i just said that and i'm saying that but it's like if you listen to what i'm talking about again where it comes to sharing the resources again it's like this is this this is like an offshoot example but this is the perfect thing that i meant when i said like they don't sacrifice shit like that nina simone movie that zoe saldana like did that she will that will never die like i feel i feel like i don't feel bad but i do be feeling remorse for her sometimes because i'm like you're never gonna live that down like you're just it's just always like people don't i feel like people don't really hate her but it's always something that we remember happened and i feel like that's like me with my viral video or like whatever bullshit my mouth gets me into it's just like it's just like you know there's just some things you do that just was not a great thing to do at all and we're just gonna remember that and it's just it just is what it is but she could have said no to that role for all of the reasons why like you know she'll never live that down quote unquote but it's like she could have said no to that role and she didn't and for me i really want to emphasize it's not a matter of like oh how other people feel it's a matter about representation like i said the reason why to this day that is an example that people use to prove a point about systematic racism cultural racism societal racism like the intricacies of it in personal um experiences but also in like grander collective experiences like like there's substance there and for that reason she should have said no like you know what i mean like and she didn't shoulda coulda woulda like at the end of the day like i said i don't hold this against zoe saldana like i don't know her if i would ever meet her in person i wouldn't be like oh you stupid bitch like no like it's not that deep it's just more like yeah like i said my that's how i i mean that's how i view a lot of things in my life but one of those things is that viral video of me that exists where it's just like i i am not I'm embarrassed like I'm very embarrassed that like that exists that that ever happened and there's nothing I can ever do to like change that or like move away from that I just have to like reach a point in my life maybe when I'm like 40 or 35 I don't know where I'm just like you know you were young but it's like being young like none of there's no excuse there's no justification there's no reason it happened and it happened because it came from a very emotional place and from very like unevolved or you know underdeveloped like understandings of things of life myself my feelings everything around me like it was just things that there's nothing to you can't justify it nothing makes it right nothing makes it okay but it's just it happened 
And it's like, I'm not going to pretend like it didn't happen. I'm also not going to pretend like there's anything I can do to revoke the responses or the consequences of that. Like, it, it just is what it is, you know? Anyway, but it's just like with um, like the but like the Nina Simone movie, it's like she like. You know, she could have said no. Like, to this day, Zendaya is respected by people for saying no to the Aliyah movie. Like, Zen, like it's crazy. Like, to this day, like, people still mention Zendaya when it comes to Aliyah, but not because of the movie, but because of her proof. Like, how she proved her loyalty, her love, right? Her respect for Aliyah and her family and her legacy, you know what I mean? Like, to this day, like, we all wanted to see, and maybe one day we will, but we all wanted to see a little Zendaya, like, because because we know how much she loved Aliyah. Like, back, because I don't know about how times have changed now, but at that time, I'm telling y'all, somebody who was born in the same year as her, so it's like, that. This, this, this was my time, okay? I remember that. Like, we were excited because we were like, we know how much Zendaya loves Aliyah. She always talked about that. Like, we were all excited. So we also understood how much of a big deal it was when she said no and to this day she has nothing but respect for that whereas that other person who did take that role to this day could be a punchline for it because literally i'm not gonna say her name but it's just because i know her name but i'm not gonna say it but every time i see her <laughs> i think about that like i just think about that and i'm just like lol yeah I mean, it's like lol remember that <laughs> and it's not even about her personally which is why i'm not gonna say her name but it's just like i just it's just like lol because that that was a disaster like that was a disaster <laughs> so it was just like so every time i see her, i just think about that anyway um but mostly like again not her specifically her performance guy did not see that movie but i just think about like the commentary of that time like i just think about like you know what i mean i think about like all of that and it's just like it was a, it was a you know it was a fun i mean i don't say it was fun because it may have been traumatizing for her but it is what it is anyway so it's just like yeah so those are my examples and like they're obviously not white but those are my examples of just like how you can just say no to an opportunity and you can say no because you're like, well, I'd rather stand for something that's greater than me. Because yes, I could have gotten this job, I could have played Aliyah and like fulfilled my childhood dream, but at what cost? Obviously, Zendaya is someone who cares about her community, so it's like for her, the cost was like not worth it. But she also cared and respect, like I said, respected Aliyah's legacy, her family, because that is what she used as her reason in that now not infamous video but low-key you know what i mean like that video because i remember it like of her like posting it being like i just feel uncomfortable like after talking to the family like i just i don't want to be a part of this like i like and i remember her emotion like she probably felt really uncomfortable because she really wanted to do the film but she's like all this pushback and she's like you know i'm just not and that in my opinion was the right response because it aged incredibly well and i think it's something that she'll always be remembered for because it just said a lot about her character you know what i mean like it really really did anyway 
but then with zoe uh saldana it's like that's why i say like quote unquote she'll never live this down it's because you can always use that even if it's not towards her personally which now people don't really use i think use it towards her personally but it's still brought up because it's a very valid point regardless of whether or not it was her playing that role it's like the the fact that there are people who are like oh i'm gonna play a role because i want to bitch it's not about you you know what i mean <laughs> like to understand and to have the ability to recognize like when it is your place and when you're being asked to take up somebody else's place like you yourself should be able to understand that and like really rectify that for yourself not the world but for yourself because again it's like she did that movie it was a disaster i've never seen it. i don't know any i mean actually i'm not sure i met two people who've seen it but that was around the time it came out and i don't remember those people anymore but it's just like but i do remember talking to them about it and them being like it wasn't that bad but it was corny you know what i mean like <laughs> but it's just like you get what i'm trying to say right where it's like and if you don't care about your reputation if you don't care about people bring it up then do your thing like i said it's not it's your life but anyway, time is back to what I was saying in my last episode where it's like, yeah, but it's like, I feel like white people don't sacrifice, meaning where it's like, for example, affirmative action. Affirmative action would have never had to be a thing if white supremacy, period. But it also, but like, if like white people weren't so obsessed with believing that their way of existing their beliefs their opinions their ancestry their history is the most accurate and correct and right and substantial and evidential thing in the fucking world like it's not it is not that's just the fact and the the reality of that always being like erased for the sake of their comfort their happiness their their perspective on the world their life their history like bitch what you know what i mean like it's just like bitch what like bitch what the fuck is that and it's like again with sacrifices where it's like for example like what i really mean when i picture that because i do picture like actual white people that i that i know when i think about this where it's like your parents expect you to live a certain way or maybe you want to prove that you're your own person and you don't want to just rely on your parents money because maybe you feel guilty or maybe you just there's just something there right and you right like you decide like i'm going to move to brooklyn because that's what a lot of people are doing i'm gonna move to brooklyn even though my parents and here's the thing there's nothing wrong with your parents helping you out there's nothing wrong with any of these things i mean gentrification is a problem i think i'll focus more actually on gentrification as opposed to like even the racial aspect because i feel like that within itself shows like because even with the examples i use with zendaya and zoe saldana like they're not white you know what i mean so it's like this is something where like it applies to everyone but like specifically with white people because they have hoarded and stolen so many resources from other groups and then act like it is their right to continue to own it and it's like no because literally if anybody else tried to gain the things that belong to you and people have in the same exact way that you have we are vilified thrown into prison like all this other shit but you're allowed to do it because you're special and the thing is with white people it's like they'll sit there and they'll be like no it's not because i'm special and they'll come up with like this like literally like this history or or these stats or like they'll mention all these things i'm like but this is what i mean when i say like 
your perspective everything is like it's not based in reality because you are like a programmed person who can like mention this like rewritten history to express and justify your actions which are not justifiable and like no matter what you do or say because these laws are built off of those things the culture the society everything is built off of those things institutions college because they're built off of these like made up rewritten narratives and yeah there's some truth in it but the truth is what keeps it going not what makes it real or powerful or anything like that because the truth becomes pervasive the truth becomes evil because it's like if i'm expressing like real valid criticism you can now use this because you've built off this intricate history from this truth that you don't even acknowledge in this intricate shit that you made up the only existence of that truth is that it's coming from this it's a response to this the only truth is it is a response to this and i don't know if i'm making sense so i'm gonna mention gentrification as a perfect example in my mind of what i'm trying to express why do you need to live in fucking i don't know bushwick i mean bushwick is kind of dead now williamsburg is kind of dead now crown heights is like the newest area where people want to live now um and the thing is what makes me sad about gentrification especially when it comes to crown heights is because the first time i realized crown heights was like the lit place to live now and crown heights has its own like personality like it's not a bushwick it's not a williamsburg it's different right it makes me really sad because it's like don't come at me the closest way i'll describe crown heights is like a little bit of my view of harlem but i have to be specific because it's a certain thing about harlem it's not all of harlem so let, i'll be specific don't worry but crown heights is where like eastern parkway you got the fucking you got the houses the little townhouses the brownstones and there are a lot of like old black families that actually own that property and they've been living there for generations it's beautiful it is what it is it was around 2020 where i met this person and they were super super into um moving to crown heights and they were talking about it because it's somebody who's like who grew up in long island but you know even down to their ethnicity they're new york and they spent all their life like in new york um coming to new york even from long island went to school in new york went to cuny all that shit so very new york even if not new york city like they were new york city born though they were born in manhattan but anyway so like if you know new york you're new york even if it's like you be living in long island it's it's different anyway but the thing is is that um and even that is actually relevant to what i'm talking about with the gentrification process because this person when they're talking about in 2020 specifically because during the pandemic they were talking about how like they really wanted to move to crown heights how crown heights has become like a much nicer like area but he was also saying like but crown heights has always been like a very powerful place it's always been a very beautiful place very historically black place but now and this goes back into like kind of like my whole thing about commodification earlier oh is that what i was talking about okay i might go back to the candace owens and ice spice thing because that's that was the link it was the commodification thing but that's what i was talking about with the commodification shit where it's like like if you want something to appeal to a larger audience for the sake of like commodity versus for the sake of uh, making money for the sake of revenue right because the more people the more eyes the more money right 
And so Crown Heights went from being what it was to now being sold to the greater public to like, you know, reach a wider market, a.k.a. non-blacks, a.k.a. people of different socioeconomic um, backgrounds. For, like, I'm not saying foreigners. I, I, when I said foreigners, I mostly meant non-New Yorkers, right? Where it's like, how are they going to appeal this to a wider audience now? And it's like how they do that is literally through like rewriting fucking history. Because it's called marketing, you know what I mean? So it's like, they're like, oh, like, look at like, look at this beautiful, like, for example, I bet you so many of the white people who are living in Crown Heights now do not know the history of Crown Heights. And if they do, does it really matter? Because does it reflect in their actions? Does it reflect in what they do and how they live? Because it really does. But you have a bunch of white people now living in Crown Heights, for example. And it's very frustrating for me sometimes because I'm just like, but you don't understand what happened just before you got here. How a lot of these families, it's like the property, like the, there's a better way to say it, but I can't think of it right now. But it's like the actual like neighborhood, like things are getting more expensive. The, the, you know, they always put new bars in, they put new stores in, fucking Starbucks. We all know the joke. If there's a Starbucks in your hood, it's over. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's the first sign. And so it's just like they have all these things. They have all these things. And it's just very frustrating because it's just like it's starting to make the actual like property of their home that they've had for generations it makes it too expensive because everything else around them is catching up with them because again culturally in america built off of white supremacy there is no reason to ever give a shit about a disenfranchised person because in the true historical context of america the only ever disenfranchised people from its from its inception were always people who were never supposed to like matter in the first place. So it's like there is no there's no sis like there's no part of the system, there's no mechanism in the system to truly care for disenfranchised people. That's why there's all these fucking amendments. Like there's no actual thing to like hold space for disenfranchised people so instead capitalism doing capitalistic things you either catch up or you get left behind and left for dead like that's how that shit works and it's not broken that's why i said in my last episode i was getting i was saying i was getting frustrated i'm like i'm not the one like you're not gonna fucking sit here and pretend like because i don't like that shit like for me i'm like that is how Again, why I don't participate in um, politics? I have not voted in, uh, since I voted for fucking Joe Biden, which I did because of guilt. Like, because people made me feel like I was a horrible person for not even trying. But I have not voted ever since then. And the, the upcoming president, presidential election, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do because there's not a single person I want to vote for. So it's just like, for me, it's like, no, nah, like, if you really want to, like, stop the system, you really want things to change, bro, disengage, like, for real for real reflect like for real because it's like going on this rewritten history this is what i'm talking about and maybe i'm not making entire sense but so i'm talking about when i say with white people and their intricate narratives it's just a direct response like it's truly just a direct response to whatever is happening but that is the only truth of the matter is where it's coming from that this has happened but everything else that comes from that is not real. 
But let me bring this back because I feel like I'm getting all over the place. But I want to bring this back to the gentrification example where it's like you have these people living in these houses. They've had these houses for generations. Like this is their home. And I feel like even in the conversation of gentrification, like one of the things that pisses me off about those conversations is that when you bring up gentrification, like, oh, poor black people. Like, that's what people think of when they think of gentrification. Like, oh, poor black people who lived in the hood, who fucking shot each other up all day in the goddamn projects. Like, that's what a lot of people are talking about, even though they never mention it. But that's why I also don't like when people talk about gentrification, like, oh, these black neighborhoods, right? And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Like, I want to understand how much you truly understand, because a lot of these black neighborhoods weren't poor, Like, that's the thing. Like, some of these neighborhoods, like, yeah, like, systematically compared to their white counterparts, they were poor. But it's not because they themselves are, like, poor. Like, they lack resources or, like, they lack the education to have access to resources. Like, no, it's because this country is built off of white supremacy. They will not ever, by design have access to the same resources as their white counterparts. So for me, even comparing like a poor black, like I feel like that comparison is like a fallacy. Like, yes, quite literally they are poor, but it's just like, it's, I feel like even that, like it gives an idea, an image, like there's a a level playing field where it's like, this is what poverty is across the board right like that's the baseline and black people on the fucking bar graphs are closer to that baseline compared to white people but it's like the reality is so much more nuanced and deeper than that because it's not like oh they just don't have money it's like no there is an active push to stop them from gaining resources that is that is the true in my from my perspective and from what i've learned it just seems time and time again that is the source of the poverty like that is the source of the poverty and that is an entirely different conversation than oh they just don't have money like i just feel like that's not a true Like, that's just not the true story here. Like, that's not what's real here. And it's oversimplified by just saying, oh, they have less money. Like, I don't know if y'all get what I'm trying to say, because yes, that's true. They do have less resources and you can just stop there. But that's not what's happening. Like them just being poor and stagnant. Like, that's not the story. That's not what's happening. These neighborhoods that are ignored by the government have stories that 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 are as important as anyone else's if not more important because of what it tells us about not only human beings but also people within this culture specifically that deserves to be recognized acknowledged and ultimately respected that is what i mean by these intricate narratives of statistics and all that like shut the fuck up bro like that shit pisses me off because what are you saying And that's where I always end up getting into, like, bad arguments and situations where it's like, and don't get it twisted. Like I said, sometimes I be letting, like, people get their shit off. Like, racist people be saying the most fucked up shit. And I'm not going to lie to y'all. I let them say to remind myself, this is what you're dealing with. I don't do it often. But if you ever catch me at a bar talking to a hella racist person and you're like, that's why I did it. Because I was just like, you need to remember that's how they really feel. Hashtag not all of them but enough of them anyway so the thing is though because i don't want to like ever paint a false picture i am a person with so much more about me than any one thing and don't you dare try to box me into that shit because you're gonna get disappointed and that's not my fault that's your problem anyway moving on 
So, but it's just like with the, um, I just feel like it's just not the pure story. It's not the full story because again, it goes back to like these people have ho- had these homes. Like this is their home. This ain't some old broke down, like dirt ass area. Like if they could leave, they would leave bullshit. Like there's a very specific personality that wants to leave the hood. Not everybody wants to leave the hood. And again, there's this narrative. It's like, if you don't want to leave the hood, there's something wrong with you. You're not ambitious. You're not great. And it's just like, no, like, it's just like, I just understand more about this world and country that we're living in than you do you know but anyway um anyway what was i saying um um i need to like i kind of want to like take a break but like i don't want to cut this well i could just do a part one segment so we're gonna make this my anger part one and i'm gonna take a break and then i'll be back but yeah, like I don't like people talk about gentrification because it's like they will like and hashtag not everyone, obviously, but it's like the most bare minimum, like bitches just be knowing the word gentrification ass type of conversations. Like that's what I'm talking about. And that matters because a lot of people don't know about gentrification. And that's just a fact. Like, like a lot of people, they don't know it. Like in New York, people talk about it a lot because it's a, it's a hot um it's a hot issue in new york right now but if you don't like bumfuck virginia like i'm sure they may not fully understand gentrification even though they might because any any place that becomes like metro like cities definitely deal with gentrification often and so do suburbs and stuff but it's just be different it just be different anyway um like the conversations themselves are just held differently depending on where you are and who you're talking to um but anyway so with gentrification like that should be making me mad because it's just like (laughs) because like there's this idea of like oh like this shit neighborhood and it's like oh now it's better and it's like no like that again is that white narrative like what makes it better because white people are there and white people are living like and white people are like forcing their way of existence onto other people and they just assume that's right like oh being quiet and polite that's right as if black people can't be quiet and polite it's just that like our quietness and our politeness are just expressed differently because guess what it's called having a different fucking culture it's called being a fucking human being it's called normal jesus christ and that's what happens with colonialization imperialism imperial imperialism it creates this idea that whiteness and like this shit that we've all been forced to sub to be sub oh my god we've been forced mm, we've been subjected to but i also want to mention that force okay we've been forced and subjected to forced into and subjected to like as if like that's something there that's normal or right or when people say specifically like black people all over the diaspora by the way when they say like do you see how white people have i'm like it's it's not because of them like i'm gonna need y'all to for real get this through your thick motherfucking skulls like it's not because they're inherently special or different from any other fucking human being it is because behind the scenes it's just how like (sighs) Like, this is why I get angry. This is why I get frustrated. It's because it's like, and that's why I say I'm not going to sit here and entertain these stupid ass conversations. Because it just makes you feel like you're smart. And it's like, your feelings are not important here. Point blank fucking period. Quite frankly, I would argue none of our feelings are important here. What matters is our collective well-being. Because we're always going to disagree. We're always going to fight. But at some point, one is enough going to be enough. Like, when is it going to be enough? 
Like, when is it going to be enough? Because I'm going to be real with y'all, it's not enough. Because everyone's still going with it. And I'm like, y'all have patience that I just don't think I was ever born with. I'll just be real with you. Like, I just don't think I was ever born with that fucking patience. Because I'm just like... Every time I meet a, like, wealthy white person that's like, yeah, I live in Brooklyn. And you know what? You can live in Williamsburg now. Y'all got that. Stay there. Y'all got that. Bushwick, stay there. Y'all ruined it. You got that. But respect the Hispanics that used to live there and still live there, bitch. The Puerto Ricans, don't forget. Anyway, they own Bushwick. Anyways, they did. They still do, though. But it's like, that's what I'm talking about, though. You go to, like, Bushwick, there's still the projects there. And I'm like, what do these white people know about that? Anyway, but anyway, moving on, moving on. But it's just like, um, or people say housing. I don't know if projects be, like, offensive. I don't know. I don't know. Because it depends on who you're talking to. So I'll just say housing. But, um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, yeah, like, with, back to my example, the gentrification. It's like, these neighborhoods have stories. They have people. Like, they're valuable. They're, they matter. Like, they're everything, like they're really everything and they're great and they're beautiful and they're wonderful and they're just they're just everything they're just everything bro like they're just everything they're everything and and <sighs> sorry guys sorry i'm thinking about something i'll probably talk about this in my wrongs which will definitely be a little different of a vibe because i did not expect to go on this fucking tangent so i need to wrap this shit up anyway (laughs) but it's like there was just so much there that matters like to me that's like as equally as important as like a fucking wealthy ass white neighborhood like if not more important like i said for the reasons i stated before so it's like for me it's like these are people's homes like so when people talk about gentrification it becomes very um removed from reality and like personal like re like it was a reality i mean like people's like real life like this is like like humanity like people experiencing this like personal lives being affected like i feel like that's so removed and it becomes detached because people really will sit there and fucking talk about like oh like it was a bad neighborhood and it's like it wasn't a bad neighborhood it was a neighborhood that was under cared for very intentionally so like when people got hurt like everywhere in the world people get hurt because people be like human beings be humaning and sometimes they be violent sometimes they be angry sometimes they be aggressive you know and it's just like it is what it is you know like it just is what it fucking is anyway anyway um sorry i'm so sorry i keep losing my chin of thoughts because i'm hungry but i'm just like i don't know if i should eat while i'm recording this i kind of just want to get this done but i kept getting distracted because i keep thinking about like all my insecurities all my worries because i'm hungry so i feel like you know what i mean what i was talking about earlier i was talking about earlier i need to i really need to prioritize eating though guys like we really need to, i need to like schedule that shit my friend ben tell me to ben told me to do that but i just was dealing with other shit anyway um but I'm glad that we're here. I love to think that this is the final stretch. Anyway, but um, but yeah, so, and by final stretch, I mean of like this entire recovery process. Um, anyway, but um, 
yeah like there's just so much there and i think about like for example with crown heights like there were a lot of well-to-do black people living in crown heights and the thing about new york that's very frustrating is that the middle class is like i mean it doesn't exist anymore but the middle class is like not recognized as like a real thing or as a thing that exists because a lot of black people who live in these homes like they're middle class like they're not poor like that's the thing like they're not poor they're middle class but because again they're constantly held to this standard that quite frankly does not even involve them in the first place it's just like they're always like black people always look like they have less they always have and they i understand why i'm not trying to like negate that but again it's like what are we really comparing here you know and why are we comparing it in this way like really think about that because i think that again all it does is create these intricate fallacies it creates like these like fucking like conversations that last for decades and it goes absolutely nowhere and that is the purpose of that conversation make you feel like you're being heard make you feel good make you feel help you express whatever feelings you're feeling so you don't actually do something with those feelings to further develop those thoughts and actually create a change in this world that's not only beneficial for you and your children but also for everyone else anyway anyway um but it's just like now i feel like crown heights this beautiful and i don't get it twisted crown heights still crown heights but like i just get annoyed when i see these white people in here i'm like first of all you have white people from like got like bum no offense i was about to be disrespectful you have people coming from all these other states that don't know shit about new york period all they know about new york is what they see on tv gossip girl fucking true crime i don't know bitch like it, they don't even know anything about real new york they don't know anything about new york history and they don't even understand that there is actual history in new york outside of just fucking like rap music being like coming from the bronx you know what i mean like there's actual like history outside of like music like there's so much history here like any other place that has people for generations like you know what i mean like it's it, there's so much to learn and when people do learn about history in new york it's like old new york of white society and it's like no there's other history too that's just as valuable again if not more important than these things and people don't even fucking fucking like fix their faces to try to even like fathom that like that is something that would have to be repeatedly said to them over time for them to even be able to fathom that thought because like it is so ingrained in their mind new york rap culture old money wealthy people that's it so that's also why it's very disrespectful when people like transplants come here because it's like you don't even it's not even that you don't value or understand the value of this like city or, or history but it's the fact that like all it is to you is like this two-sided like fucking like television special like that is what you think it is and it's so much more than that like every person every human being has a history whether it's to their satisfaction or not everyone has a history and you know how deep that shit goes for you so imagine having such a beautiful city that your ancestors have built the fuck up and made it what the fuck it is today and you have this person from nowhere coming here talking as if they know shit you don't know goddamn shit you're not even trying to know shit because you don't even think there's anything worth knowing here and you expect us to be kind to you to respect you when you've never even fathomed or 
thought about showing us an inkling of that same like that same respect that you think you're missing from other people you know and i'm speaking on this because i made the same mistake too even though i've always had ties to new york but because of how i present myself how i've spoken where i was coming from where i was raised i also dealt with a lot of these issues i wasn't like i have been called a transplant by new yorkers which always made me feel uncomfortable and a lot of new yorkers also don't understand it because they'll be like well if you're from here you should be owning it and i'm like but i'm trying to be respectful like if you don't feel like i'm new york like why do like the fuck i look like, be like well, i'm new york anyway because i do actually respect this city and i feel like with new yorkers we're not gonna talk about it today but like you know i said i got my own thoughts about them too but i think it's more a matter of understanding nuance and like not everyone is like these no offense worthless transplants you know what i'm saying like not everyone's like them but they will have you know traits like them because it's a similar experience but it doesn't negate like the reality of what's going on which is that like it's disrespectful Anyway, so you have all that shit happening and I have all these people moving into Crown Heights, not caring about the history, not caring about the actual like neighborhood that they're living in, a neighborhood that has literally been nurtured for generations by families, connected families, meaning like they connected with each other, like this is their home and you're coming here and you're just like, oh my God, I just like this apartment because I live in New York and it's like, girl, girl, it's <laughs> just like it's it's just ugly to me and i just think it's lame as fuck like i just i just don't i don't fuck with it i don't respect it period anyway but then you also have like wealthy new yorkers doing the same shit but it's out of this argument of like well i need to provide for myself it's a natural part of life why can't you do that in your own neighborhood oh wait you can't afford to live in your own neighborhood but you don't even try like, that's what I mean by sacrificing shit. Like, you're not even trying to live in your, in your neighborhood in the city. You're coming to other people's homes. And you're like, well, I'm going to live here because I can afford it. When the reality is that's not true. You truly could afford to live with your parents. You just, like, don't want to. Because you want to feel independent. You, like, every young person, you want to feel like your own person. But it's like, the world ain't that fair, sweetie. It's not just about you and what you want out of your life. You know, like, that's something I really had to learn on my own personal journey. And I feel like a lot of us do. But with white people, when I say they don't sacrifice shit, it's like, yeah, but imagine if white people who grew up in these wealthy-ass areas, instead of trying to live in fucking Brooklyn to be cool, go through whatever young people phase they're fucking going through, fucking, I'm sorry, like, ruining these neighborhoods because you're taking away people's homes, you're taking away culture for the sake of commodity, for the sake of being like, oh, I live in New York, and, like, come be like, White Claw and Bushwick, like, that's not culture, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a fad, that's a phase, like, that's some shit that's on social media, that's not real, that's not homegrown, like, that's not culture. Those are subcultures, countercultures, underground cultures that become mainstream because the internet is mostly run by either children who grew up on the internet or now children on the internet. So what would they truly understand the value of real homegrown culture that's lasted for generations, that's been nurtured for generations, that's been built up through generations? Like, what would they know about that? They're children. And again, like I said earlier, but it was more so about like sexuality or sexualization, but it's like people don't like children aren't even given the space, the respite to like reflect on their experiences because their whole life is just media, distractions, media, distractions, conversations that quite frankly, they did not get enough foundation on before having. 
And it's just all of this shit that doesn't really make any sense. But that's the American system. That's the American way. Come up with all of these intricate responses so you don't ever have to get to the source of the problem. Because that would single-handedly dismantle and entirely just revolutionize the actual creation and inception of this country. Anyway... But it's just, like, people for real be going to, like, you know, like, they're in Crown Heights. And like, oh, my God, it's so nice. I love the garden. It's so pretty. Instagram. And it's just, like, yo. That, to me, is American culture. Like, that, to me, is American culture. Is the erasure of history to make up something nicer for the looks of it all. To feel good for your, about yourself. Like, that is American culture. Anyway, and I'm sure there's more to American culture, obviously. Of course there is. But that is such a dominant part of American culture. It's the part of American culture that seeps into other cultures. It's the part of American culture that people very, very, like, like, it's a very, oh my God, widely recognized aspect and function of American culture. Like, it's just very dominant. Commercialization, materialism, all that shit. Anyway, so, and again, it's not to belittle the history of hip-hop or the cultures and subcultures and countercultures that have existed in New York, but there's this erasure of the source culture to all of that. And it's, it continues on to this day through gentrification especially. Or in, I guess in this case specifically, since I'm just talking about it here specifically, but I wouldn't even argue that it's just gentrification. There's a lot of, there's a lot. What are those horsemen of the apocalypse or whatever? Like, that's just like one of the horsemen. But there's, a, there's like seven or six others. I forgot how many there were. Anyway. Anyway. So I mention all this to say, when I say like they, they don't like sacrifice shit, it's like, what? imagine if you just stayed in your neighborhood and you were like, well, why isn't this cheaper? That would just sound fucking stupid. Because they're like, well, this is not cheaper because this is, I don't know, what neighborhood should I use? This is Tribeca. Okay, one of the parts, like the one of the reasons why this neighborhood is so important and so like well known is because it's so expensive. It's because it costs so much money. And it's just like, okay, again, American culture. Because it's like, okay, all right, that's your argument. It stops there. Anything you would ever try to like dismantle that, you'll never get to the source to really unpack that. It'll always be a response where it's like, because you'll just get laughed at. Because it's like, this is America, first of all. We're capitalism. Okay, we're capitalism. We're capitalistic. It's like, no, wealth needs to be celebrated. It just doesn't make any sense to like, make and even the little bits that new york has done that because there are a lot of buildings in new york like high rises expensive places in the city where like like 20 percent has to be um available for public housing because again they were trying to do this shit and people have been slowly trying to fight it but again it's always these small responses but like it's not going to change the problem so we're always going to find different band-aids like 20 percent can live in this building meanwhile that same 20 percent these other rich kids because i went to college with them make fun of these people like oh you know they're on housing so it's like yeah they get to live here yeah they get to go to a better school but the culture itself doesn't change if anything it's just constantly reinforced because it's like a reminder of like yeah you live here but we're not the same so it's like yeah you can always like yeah you can have access to the things that i have but no matter what there's this fundamental difference 
and it comes from our history but again the history is rewritten so it's not even an accurate way it's just like i just feel like it's very convoluted how people think all of these things are different or recognize them as different when for me and my from my perspective very cut and dry i'm like y'all kill people like it's really that simple like i mean it's really not that deep not that intricate not that wise not that intelligent like anyway so so it's just like um so yeah so it's just like again it's like well why can't we just make the city more more affordable like why can't you just lower the prices because you're like uh, i need to be rich and if i'm not rich like you don't think you think the other countries are you think the other countries are gonna like stop wealth they're not gonna stop wealth well, this is ridiculous like, just move to a poor area then the poor area becomes a very very wealthy area and then what you keep hunting down for poor areas until what this country becomes fucking dubai and there's no place to live and there's only like 10 percent of the population that are actual citizens because for that to actually happen where you get rid of all these people and move them from their homes remove them from their homes when i say you're erasing these homegrown cultures i know what i'm talking about you're erasing history you're erasing ethnicities you're erasing people and for that to continuously be justified especially how it is justified in our world with this fucking intricate ass system creating all these fucking amendments that can just be honestly just changed once people decide to find a quote-unquote smarter way to do it aka the arguments these stupid ass arguments and us somehow acting like sitting here and listening and entertaining these fucked up arguments is the answer and i'm not saying like to forget respect i think people like conflate respect and listening to bullshit as like the same thing it's like no and that was redundant but like no you can respectfully walk the fuck away you can respectfully let someone know i'm not gonna listen to you because i don't have to and what you have to say is not that important until you're black and blue in the motherfucking face you want to pull a candace owens do that and i still don't respect you now what and you can say that doesn't matter because in the system the grand scheme of things but that's why i'm talking about all of this now because it's like well how are we supposed to create a system that actually reinforces what's best for us if we're constantly allowing ourselves to be distracted by these stupid ass conversations like i said candace owens i don't care about her i think she's fascinating the same way like a fucking this is gonna sound really disrespectful but this is the best way i can describe it it's like the way like a bug is fascinating to like a five-year-old where you're like wow this is like another thing outside of me and i have some like mixed feelings about it i'm like wonder awe, fascination but disgust but disgust whether or not i step on it i don't know and as a kid i didn't really like to step on that shit like i didn't really like to do that because i felt like it was very cruel and I wouldn't step on Candace Owens. I don't care about Candace Owens. Just leave her to her vices. But also, I don't know. And this is where I'd be like, maybe a little hypocritical. And again, you know, there's nothing wrong with like being covert. There's nothing wrong with scorpionic energy. And just being like, you know, you're doing this. So I'm just going to take a little bit of a step back. And... You know... Yeah, you know I mean, just like, I don't know. Sorry, I just thought about something. I just thought about a bunch of shit. 
anyway um so it like sidetracked me for a second but i don't remember what i was saying because it sidetracked me um but anyway i want to bring this back because i can talk forever and i do want to like end this so i can go eat but um bring this back to my gentrification example where it's just like so you're gonna keep going to all of these areas until what you just run all these people out of the country because like that's what's gonna happen though you know what i mean like that's like i think about how like this country used to be just land mad rural but like as you when you watch the evolution of this country like it becomes more industrial much more factory much more wealthy people order food and it gets delivered to them and it's just like a lot of things like i don't know i don't explain it because i go talk forever and i just don't feel like doing it right now with this because i feel like i i feel like i've done at least the bare minimum and trying to at least give you perspective to what i'm saying and again i remember i was saying before i don't think there's anything wrong with being like sneaky i mean yes i do but like there are times where like it makes sense to be sneaky and with white people my beef isn't that they do that period my beef is that that is their primary way of getting anything done is through just tricking people through deceit whether they're deceiving themselves intentionally or not and deceiving everyone else usually intentional but there are times where it's not intentional and it's just like that i don't respect because it's like again well of course you're gonna get everything you got if you're just like straight up lying to people being cruel to people pretending with people like of course like that's why people don't trust white people that's why people say white people are evil like they're not just saying that because they're ignorant and don't have better words it's like no it's because it's like nah like we're past that like we're past that and for you to like feel anything other than understanding about that is fucking insane and i'm not the one like i'm not the one because it's like girl open up a fucking book and don't try to sit there and make it make sense for you because that's the problem the world has lied for it to make sense to you and that's a fucking problem anyway but that's not to say because y'all know i've said this before and i stand by it i'm all about equal. i i mean i was gonna say equality but i'm actually all about equity but i'm also all about like i want human beings to unite but the the reality is like we're not gonna unite until we talk about our issues if you ever been a couple going to fucking therapy for your couple problems you'll know the first thing you need to do is air out your grievances and then you can go from there so when i say all these things you're not talking to someone who's like oh my god like i hate white people because i don't like i'll say that like in like if i get really frustrated like out of pocket but it's just like not out of pocket but you know what i'm trying to say it's just like when i'm just like oh you know what i mean like in the moment but i don't really mean that like a lot of great things that, i mean i don't even know what i'm sitting here saying but i'm not gonna sit here and like say all this shit like y'all should know better at this point anyway like you know what i mean like if you know who you are you know who you are i'm not gonna keep sitting here and being like because i don't like you know what i mean like i don't ever feel like i have to do that for like black people and i honestly should do that more for black people than i do for any other group period but do you see what I mean? It's like, even culturally, it's like, oh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, and it's like, because you know, they're going to be offended because they know you're right. And stop, you know what I mean? Like, that's my point. Like, they know you're right. That's why they're upset. That's why they're uncomfortable. You're triggering them. You're reminding them of all the things that have happened in their real life that are giving proof to what you're talking about, what you're speaking on. I'm not going to entertain that shit anymore. You're offended. Oops. I pray for my sake that there are white people who understand me because those are going to be my white friends. 
Those are going to be the white people I fuck with. Period. Everyone else, I don't want to fuck with you. I'm going to be doing my white people thing and working on systems and shit that I know will probably not be in your best interest at heart because your best interest literally is I want other people to be below me period and i want to be on top like me and mine it's like and it's just like girl i will not support that we will not ever be on the same side unless it's about something entirely unrelated and i will not ever forget this source issue though period anyway but um anyway but yeah so i mentioned all of that to say mentioned all of that to say that like there is so much that needs to be talked about, that needs to be recognized, that needs to be brought to the forefront. And I think about all of this shit that's happening in this country. And like the reason why it's so intense is because you do have a divide. You have people who want the reality of the world and you have people who don't. They want the reality of the illusory, lo- oh my God, illus, oh my God. Illusory? Jesus past and it's like there's nothing more disgusting for me i'm being real too because these are the people who think that they're on our side i mean they probably are maybe i don't know bitch i don't know i'm not i'm never gonna sit here and be like you're on my side i don't fucking care i'm not i don't think like that anyway like i may mention it in conversation like right now i've been talking about it i'm on the same side but it's kind of like figurative speech anyway like um but but it's like i hate when i'm online and people be talking about like unity and shit and you have some old white person be like, this is the America that I am. Shut the fuck up. Like, that shit makes me so mad. Because I know what they're talking about. Like, I know what they're talking about. But that is what I mean with the fallacy. Because it's like you did have some white people who literally lived in a very controlled and safe white environment. And a safe white environment means there was no real threat of any other culture actually, like, coming in. So even if they did have black people living there, it didn't matter. It's like the very white place. Like where I grew up, I like at that time especially, it was a very white place. Like you could have black people there, you could have Hispanics there, you could have all different types of people there. But no matter what, the rules that you have to follow are white. And like if you ever tried to like break those rules, you would be punished and there would be no conversation. There'd be applause. So when I see white people comment, like, that's America, I'm shut the fuck up, bro. Like, it's literally how I feel. I'd be like, girl, shut the fuck up. Because I, I know what you think, I know, but you're wrong. Or at least you're not entirely informed. Because like I said in my last episode, too, it's like people be like, oh, my God, like the world is so fucked up. We're all going through horrible. And I'm like, people been going through horrible shit like this all the time. Y'all didn't care then because it wasn't it didn't have to do with you. It wasn't about you. And now you care, but it's like, why are you acting like, and it's, I think it's because truly people do think like that, where they're like, how could you ever like, let people live like this? And I'm like, so that's how out of touch you were with how other people were living. I'm sure when you sat there and thought, oh, they're lazy, they need to apply themselves more. The reality was, they were going through what the fuck you're going through right now. And they had so many white people when I was growing up, they're like, oh my God, the black kids are bullies. I'm sure now their bully asses understand. I mean, they probably don't, but it's just like, (laughs) like they don't intend, like they don't probably, they're probably not aware of it, but it's like the Karens, the Karens weren't always Karens when they were children. 
when they were kids when they were teenagers in this pedophilic beauty standard ass country like i promise you they had everything at their fingertips that's why they be throwing tantrums now because truly like they were not prepared for this world they were not raised for this world and that's also why you have all these people attacking the way they are like roe v wade being overturned florida becoming a fucking like jesus christ a fucking shack bro like it's just like that's where you have that because people are like what's going on we need to go back and it's just like that's why i don't like that she's like the cleaner where i grew up shut the fuck up bro it's the same country it's the same shit like just stop it stop it stop it and then you know they'll sit there feeling bad like i'm just trying to be a good person i'm like and that is how I'm going to end it here. And that is how white people control everyone, including themselves, is this idea of being a good person. What is a good person, especially in America? Like I said in my last episode, that teacher I had, well, I had to go to college. So she she accepted money from Sisters of the Confederacy, a very proud and racist place. Race. Oh, my God very proud and racist like little confederation of women but it's like okay but i'm sure i'm sure i'm not gonna talk about this teacher specifically because i don't know her like that but it's like the same way you may be okay with like oh the sisters of confederacy paying for this and the reality is it's like she may like not ever really want to talk about it but like she's always going to be associated with that like, unless she decides to, like, fuck up her personal relationships with those women, maybe the scholarship was much more cut and dry. But the reality is, though, I'm like, girl, for you to get a scholarship from those women, and those women are very proudly, like, we only give scholarships to people in relation to the Confederacy. A black person could never get this scholarship, and no one ever questions that. No one ever forces them to change that. Quite frankly, it shouldn't change. What black ass would want that? Even though y'all will be surprised, the South's history is actually very intricate. I could see like 50, 100 years from now, some stupid shit like that happening. Anyway, but it's just like, um, but it's just like all that. And it's like, but if it's like a black person from the hood, right? And it's like, oh, like, and this is gonna be the most stereotypical shit. I'm so sorry. But it's just like, oh, you got the gangbangers, whatever. And like, they use their drug money to like literally pay for college. Like, pay for their kids' college. And I promise you, more than anything, you have a bunch of people saying shit like, that's not fair. That's not fair. And it's like, okay, but the Sisters of Confederacy can still fund people. And you don't think that they don't pick. Like, you don't think that they don't like pick. Like, I'll be real. I feel like with that teacher, she was, she was finessing them. That's why I'm not going to come at her too hard. But also, I will always side-eye her for that. And she knows that. I don't know if she knows that, actually. But anyway. But it's just... <laughs> this is, like, years ago. But the thing is, it's just that, like... um, Like, actually, over 10 years ago at this point. But anyway. But it's just, like... Yeah, like, for real, though. For real, though. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, um um but yeah like and that's just like and that's just like a very bare minimum like example and i bring all this up to say in the good or bad people thing where it's like you know it's like okay but the sisters of the confederacy can be good people because that's why i said again in my last episode i'm like oh my god like my grandma's racist but she's a good person no she's not like <laughs> no she's not 
the best that she could ever be is ignorant and there's a difference between ignorant and like racist there's a difference because ignorant is just like not knowing racism is a choice like i don't care what anyone says like that is a fucking choice and for you to choose that what's good about that what's honor what where's honor in that besides honoring your murderous history like let's be real let's be real anyway anyway so yeah that's that whole good person bad person shit i can't i can't and it's so much more intricate with white people instead of like trying to put like white supremacy onto everyone they should like live in their little corner and be like oh my god white history but like not force it upon other people you know what i mean like they just sit with it the way there be african-american study classes i know y'all listen to those like that's dangerous but i'm like i'm not saying we deserve that now and when i say we i mean all of us and in, in all of the different ways it'll affect us i'm not saying it should happen now but i do think that when this country if ever or this world if ever is in a place where race is no longer such an issue or at least not in the way that it is now i genuinely just feel like what would happen is you would just have people feel satisfied that they can honor their history the way they want to but understanding that the way you want to has nothing to do with everyone else because i feel like the position that black americans have been forced onto all this time has to be now held by white people you have your own culture have your own thing but it doesn't actually spill over to the grand like collective culture of this country do you understand what i'm saying because it's like the way black people it's like they have their own culture they have their own thing and people use it people acknowledge that it exists but no one actually respects it like that's what i think white culture should become like because that is what it truly is that is why black culture is stolen from all the time white people have not developed their culture in a long time they have literally been stuck in their murderous past and that is their fault that is no one else's fault they're stuck in the past they're stuck at where they are because of their choices and their decisions and their actions and their consequences and they should learn about that and leave us the fuck alone for real like we can interact but bitch y'all don't have respect and that's a problem and yeah i'm fucking angry about that shit but i'm angry about a lot of other things but anyway i mentioned all this though i broke down all of this shit because i'm saying like in some of my episodes like, i just be like haha white people are evil and you may listen to that but if you lack the knowledge or understanding of why i would say something like that that doesn't mean that what i have to say is irrelevant or stupid it just means you don't know what the fuck i'm talking about and you should have the ability to reflect on that you know what i mean because i say what i say for a reason even if the way i say it may not be agreeable with all parties because not all black people feel comfortable myself included that's why i feel like some type of way definitely not as much but i do still feel some type of way about being like oh white people are all evil because fundamentally i don't like the idea of like blanket statements for anyone because i know how that's affected black people all over the diaspora and i understand that no matter what ignorance is always going to be a thing like you're never going to catch me calling a bitch karen like i don't like that i've said it many times and i'll keep saying it my feelings towards white people is very much less aggressive 
and less personal but that also comes from like where i'm coming from being first generation being african having experiences that i've had and i i'm very well aware that those are personal experiences but i'm not gonna sit here and be disingenuous and act like i fucking hate white people when i really don't i love to always have some white friends because they understand me in ways that are just important and i feel like almost every black person can truly relate to that maybe not but that depends on where they're coming from and who they were raised with and the environments that they were around especially when they were younger but there's nothing wrong with races understanding each other having connections and i don't ever want to be a part of anything that that would like promote that so saying things like white people are evil, it's like I has, I'm, I'm delivering it as a joke, but it's important for me to like make sure people recognize that where it's like, I'm not, I'm not the one like, don't, I, I'm not the one to entertain these stupid ass conversations, but I'm also not the one who's going to sit there and like have this like vitriolic like conversation about like white people because like I really do not hate them. And I sometimes feel embarrassed about that. Like, you know what I mean? I feel ignorant for that, but I don't hate them. Like literally the person who has my heart right now is a whole white man a whole white man you know anyway anyway um yeah yeah i think i'm pretty much done with this section and then we're gonna talk about my wrongdoings and i feel like this is a perfect segue me feeling like a bad person also me um i don't know just like just a lot of things just a lot of things um uh anyway (laughs) just a lot of things just a lot of things um but yeah we're gonna talk about it's probably gonna be shorter than this was um because i really want to eat and relax but i do want to finish this so we'll see what happens all right okay so my wrongdoings um i'm probably like so i feel really good about myself after talking about all of that because letting letting all that out felt really good um and like i said like in the last like segment the last section i'm like talking about it like you just want to feel good about yourself and it's like look girl again there's nothing inherently wrong with wanting to feel good there's nothing wrong wanting to express yourself but again gotta ask yourself what exactly am i doing right now though like you know i mean like am i just being mindlessly like you know self uh self-serving and just not really thinking about anything else but it's also a part of life for us to go through these things and question ourselves and to be on the wrong side of history like we're not always going to be on the right side of history and i think that there's this black and white idea that you are you're not it's like no sometimes you are sometimes you're not like history is so much deeper than race wars history is so much deeper than class wars history is about love history is about so many things not just about love either but so many things like history is just history and it's like sometimes you'll be on the right side of history sometimes you won't be and like that's okay like people get over it like zoe zoe saldana like i don't hate her i don't think i don't really think anyone hates her anymore like i don't think anyone is like this stupid bitch and if they are they look ignorant like they look bad because it's like we're over it like she did it she faced the consequences she responded to it she reacted to it we all did and that now we're moving on and that also goes back to what i was saying like people like they forget like people will forget and it's not because it doesn't matter it's just because bitches got shit to do and it's just like people gonna forget you know and um and just yeah you know what i mean so it's just like 
I forgot why I brought that up again. Why I'm not gonna... <laughs> But we're gonna keep going. Anyway, um so yeah, I want to talk about my my wrongdoings. I'm just kind of struggling because initially when I started this off, it was like from a self-pitying place, I think, honestly, where I was just kind of like, oh my God, like I've done horrible things. Like, because I've talked about this, like in the past friendship I had and how I've struggled with calling it abusive, even though I do, but I do because it's for myself where it's like, and that's why I never mentioned like their name. It's not like exposing my abuser type shit. It's like, no, like I felt like I was being abused. I still, still stand by that. However, I also understand the circumstances and also like our ages and all these other things. And so I don't want to like make this an equivalent to something without fully still understanding what it is that I had gone through. Um, because I'd also said in previous episodes where I talk about like, I was not that great either. Like I did horrible things like for example i was very desperate to be saved from being in like from being around this person and dealing with all the things i was dealing with like i didn't know how to get away from it and so like i um you know like i would just make very bad decisions like i started you know drinking a lot smoking a lot and then i like would like try to go after guys specifically that i felt like were highly desirable because i don't know why like i can tell you why but it's like i would still feel like i'd be giving myself too much credit because back then there was no thought process it's just like oh he's cute and i'd be like oh i'm gonna go after him and i was that horrible person like for especially college like i was like a horrible person like i don't talk about college as much because i college is just not a bright time for me and i have a lot of trauma from high school clearly that i'm still working through um but one day there will be an era where i talk about college a lot and college was just a tv show honestly it was a hour-long fucking hbo fucking tv show anyway but yeah, like, I was, I was horrible. Like, I mean, like, I mean, literally the viral video was when I was in college. So it's just, like, I, I am not perfect. And it's very important to me to always make sure people know that. Because I don't ever want to be in the situation I was once in that led to everything that it did. Where it's, like, I really thought I was a good person. White bullshit. anyway i'm sorry but it's just like i thought i was a good person and like now i just don't care like now i just care about being good on my terms by following my own values and what i stand for and i don't really care what other people think like i don't ever want to care what other people think like i really don't like i i just don't ever want to care because like it just it doesn't really matter like i think that if anything it just informs me and that's important like i think it's important but like i don't ever want to care about other people's opinions more than i care about like myself or my health or literally a plethora of other things that are truly much more important than like what other people are thinking and like i said what other people are thinking are important i just there's a certain relationship i want to have with that there's a you know what i mean like specifically with the caring anyway but i was i was like i don't know i feel like i don't know maybe like my previous episodes like showed how awful i was or how horrible i was but i just always want to like hold space for that and i people always think i'm weird because they're just like why and i'm like because i want to honor that like i'm sorry i'm not the type of person at least not anymore where i'm not the type of person to be like i'm great because of all these positive things about me like bitch i love the ugly shit too like the fuck like <laughs> like i think about my younger self i would never do that shit now 
but i do think about like my younger self and how she can give a fuck like there were some boundaries that she crossed that she just did not give a fuck about and obviously those are different boundaries because there are some boundaries that i was ashamed of at the time and i still harbor like you know resentment towards myself for it as well but then there are other shit that i just don't give a fuck about that i probably don't even remember until someone brings it up and i'm like lol that's some shit i would have done you know what i mean <laughs> like early 20s me and yeah like even with the viral video it's like i there's like i feel conflicted there's a part of me that wishes it didn't exist but there's also a part of me that loves that it exists because i'm like i'm a person like i've lived like i've you know what i mean like i just i see like i said with history it's like i think i'm a history person so i love history and i also love in very personal um contexts as well where it's like i am a person i have evolved i have grown i have developed and i love to celebrate that because i worked so hard these last four years to do that and it was really like a different it was a different you know what i mean because i did it like when i was in middle school and high school as well but like specifically like middle school early high school and i'm going through that shit again right now and i'm sure i'll go through that shit again like 12 13 years from now because bitches evolve bitches change and for my astrology hoes gotta wait for sand to go through all those 12 signs because for me i feel the difference now like i can see the repetition of like not sorry not saturn i mean i mean not i mean it's saturn but it's saturn and pluto for me saturn and pluto specifically because those two uh like placements like i can really see the greater narrative of my life in those two uh planets um and it's taught me a lot and i'm like and at first like the last like the last like two years i was very upset about it but now i'm like i can breathe air i feel a difference and i'm just very happy about it um but anyway um but anyway um yeah like i i um i um sorry thinking about something unrelated but yeah like i just wanted to just say that initially i was gonna list off all these things that i did and i'm like i'm such a horrible person but it's like fuck that because like i like literally everything i said up until this point in this episode i really do stand by that so i'm like fuck it like i said i am an imperfect person and i love that about me i do think i'm perfect but i'm very biased like not even biased because i feel like that's like um belittling the reality but it's just (laughs) but it's like i'm perfect because i'm me like i'm perfect because i'm perfect bitch shut the fuck up like and you don't have to agree with me because it's my opinion and i love that about me i love that i have that opinion about me like bitch you don't have to have the same opinion either because guess what you're not me like you know what i mean so it's just like i i don't care and um yeah like i just whatever but i am objectively imperfect and i accept that i embrace that and i personally think it lies in my like it has it doesn't lie in my perfection but it it you know it's some power source to my perfection you know what i mean but it's just like you know like you know what i mean it's just like um 
yeah just like yeah like i um yeah anyway sorry thinking about unrelated things but yeah so um so yeah like i i I was going to say, I am perfect. I'm like, girl, if you don't stop. <laughs> that's, that's not the point here. But I just want to talk about my wrongdoings where it's like, girl, like, I have flaws. I've done fucked up shit. Like, and I feel like I struggled with most of my life with really embracing that about myself because, like, again, like, I feel like a good person in so many different aspects of my life, whether it's the religious household I grew up in, the conservative and racist, like, environment that I grew up in. It's just like there's so many things that I can understand, like reinforce, like all these ideas that kept me really just like ashamed and afraid to look at myself for who I really was the good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful and the neutral, you know what I mean? So it's just like, I, I just, I just, I'm perfectly imperfect. And I really want y'all to remember that always about me. Like when I'm dead and shit, I want y'all to sit there and be like, yo, like <laughs> she was so imperfect, but that that's what makes her so perfect. That's what made her so great, so fun. And all those words are not enough. It's the perfection of it all because it's like, I want to laugh at myself. I want to cry at myself. I want to celebrate myself. I want to be ashamed of myself. Like I want to live. I want to be all of the different things that I could ever be in my life because that is my right. That is my right to experience my life as I am, who I am, as I are. All right. And and like that's not always perfect that's not always great that's not always woke that's not always going to be a girl's girl that's not always going to be you know and i love human ass bitch you know what i mean like i'm gonna do things that are fucked up because like i'm a person with emotions like what brought all this on and what i was supposed to say in the anger section but we're just gonna talk about it here is how i was thinking about the ex-friend that i constantly reference and i talk about the abuse about and stuff like that how I will reflect on that because I truly always saw her throughout her entire friendship as somebody who never did anything wrong, which is my problem. But like, I just saw her as someone who never did anything wrong and that I was always in the wrong because I always saw her as someone who knew so much more than me, who was just so much smarter than me and like, because she was street smart. She's in the Bronx, you know what I'm saying? So I just felt like she just knew more than me. And it just got fucking convoluted because when we're kids and I reflect now, and I realize like everything that happened was just life. And that no, and I feel afraid sometimes when I do have, when I have expressed that experience and like my process of processing that experience on here, because I wouldn't necessarily, unless you know for sure the T, because I won't ever talk to that person again. I don't want to be around that person again. But like for me, it's just like I don't ever want to bring harm to that person, despite the fact that I get angry and I still wish harm on that person. But it's like I also after I do that, be saying low key prayer to God, like, please don't don't just take my word for it, because I don't want to like put someone through pain because I went through pain just to be like five, 10, 15 years from now, look back and be like, oh, that was just life. Like when I was in um, middle school, elementary school, high school 
I used to think those people were fucking evil. They made me feel bad. I was like, you are fucking evil. You, like, you're evil, bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> but now I work with middle schoolers and I just be like, this is like really not important. And it's just like, it's just, it's just not like the only thing that's ever going to matter is how it impacts you as a person. And so like, that's why I try to like go from like, like, that's why I try to like, you know, expand on with them and their development. But like outside of that, like none of the shit that actually happened to them, what these people did, like, it doesn't matter. And it says a lot about your maturity level. Once you reach a certain point in your life and understanding like somebody like doing something or saying something that hurts you, like, it's not that your feelings don't matter. It's just that like, girl, it's probably just not that important. And it's okay to still feel things about things that are not that important. Like, again, well, no, that would be a bad example. Because I, I was trying to, like, call back to the beginning of this episode. But that's a bad example. But it's just, like, for example, like, if you see a rainbow in the sky, especially after you had a shitty-ass day, or maybe you had a really good day, whatever, or a neutral day, like, that rainbow within itself isn't that important. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's one of many rainbows. It's not even, like, a real thing. It's, like, a visual illusion, however how it impacts you it that's what matters like that's what's important and like that's it like you know what I mean like you can still value that you can like reflect on that in your life and be like remember that rainbow that one day on that one day we had like and that's enough like I said I'm perfect you don't have to agree with that I don't I would actually like I'd feel uncomfortable if you felt like you had to agree with that because it's like no it's a gift to myself not on purpose I'm just kind of like nah it's just me being me like you know what I mean I just I just think that about me and it's not because I don't have flaws like perfect for me in me is just a very specific thing like that's why I say it's just about me and that's okay it doesn't have to be something that other people have to believe it doesn't have to be something that everyone else has to see and again i don't want this to get taken out of context where it's like people like apply this to situations that where it doesn't apply because it's about balance like there's some things that are important to you that do not matter to others and that should be respected by all parties and there's also going to be things that like do matter to the collective that may not matter that much to you but it's a matter of like understanding the balances understanding the nuances having the time to reflect on our world our society and ourselves and that's also why i care so much about the world like especially this country and how we do things not necessarily what we do but how we do it because ultimately i think a big problem that we have that's the source to all of our continuous problems is the fact that we don't respect how we deal with these problems we just again and for me though it goes back to the white supremacy intricate system made up shit where it's like oh well you know whatever law like or whatever lie or bullshit insult like insert here and it's just like a distraction and it's just like i don't have time for that like i'm not arguing with you i don't even be fucking talking to you like the muna debater you should have went to high school with me because i she died in high school and she ain't coming back i will always honor her but i am not someone who will argue with you like i like i'm really not like people like i said younger me yes older me no like you could sit there until you're black and blue in the face all i'm probably gonna do is let you just say how fucking racist you are in front of everybody else like that's what i'm gonna do you'd be like she set me up no i didn't you just wanted to fight and like you on your own with that you know what i mean like you on your fucking own with that anyway <laughs> anyway so um 
yeah i just really wanted to like keep stressing that though like i am not perfect and i take pride in that like i and that's the new chapter we're starting today it's that like i take pride in being imperfect and i also take pride in the fact that i'm someone who tries really hard to be a good person in people's lives like i don't want to be someone who hurts others i don't want to be someone who like fucks with others like i like i don't want to be like that like if like for example i made a joke yesterday when i was out with friends and i was like oh i'm an instigate like i like to instigate things but like not seriously and then i got anxious about that because i was like well i don't want people to think i'm an instigator because i'm not actually an instigator i just like to like like my way of being playful is just kind of like oh did she say that but like i don't actually ever want real problems because i have better things to do and like and i have my own problems that i have no control over to focus on you know what i mean and like overcome so it's just like i'm not that sort of person so it's like i may be like i'm perfectly imperfect but i'm also not the same bitch to be like i'll fuck your whole life up and smile at your face like what's up bitch like no, if I've ever liked that, it's probably going to be a very indirect way. And it'll probably be because you've done some really fucked up shit to the people that I care about. Like, you know what I mean? So again, it's like, I mentioned this where it's like, I'm a human being. I'm imperfect, just like everyone else. And that's something that I now have pride in. And I'm very proud of myself for all of that because I wasn't always like that. And that's, and understanding that even if not entirely like enough to put words to it or verbalize it like with that ex-friendship it was hard because i knew that there were things that i must have done wrong not saying that it justified her actions but it's like i want to make sense of what happened because i feel like a lot of people they don't really deal with the things or the traumas of their past they just try to come up with like a narrative that satisfies them which i think also aligns with what the intricate like made up stories I, like i was saying that like white people do where it's like instead of actually taking the time to understand the entirety of the situation which includes aspects that have absolutely nothing to do with you or your experience like if you don't really take that time to do that i feel like you're always gonna end up like still with the same problems and then just feeling crazy because you've told yourself this narrative about this problem or this narrative that tells you that you've overcome this problem and you haven't you know where it's like for example i didn't want to go through that bullshit after everything that went on and i know it's true but it wasn't true for me then where it's like oh it doesn't matter let it go bitch i can't let it go and it does fucking matter it matters to me right now and i'm gonna sit here and reflect on that and i think in our country especially no one has the space to even do that if they wanted to like wealthy people get sent to fucking like maybe rehab or just like fucking like mental health like institutions but even that shit costs mad money and that's why it's the only rich will do that shit. And even when they do, it doesn't even really help them. Because again, it's like, yeah, you, you get to like separate yourself from this toxic environment for a little bit to get healthier. But then you're putting yourself right back into that toxic environment. And that's something that I always want to be mindful of. Because fundamentally, like the people I talk about my past, like I'm sure if they were to talk to you, they wouldn't think they were a horrible friend because they were doing what they thought was right but we just weren't on the same page we weren't even on the same fucking book bitch it wasn't even the same subject 
so it's just like the only thing we had in common is that we were books like you know what i mean but it's just like um really wanting to learn from that experience and i think everyone should be allowed that freedom like i like for me it was so hard because my mom like in her you know doing you know she's trying her best but she was just like you know like you're like you know basically making me feel like i'm weak and it wasn't just her they all my my entire immediate family did this because that's how they are they're like you're weak like i mean i didn't say you're weak obviously i'm paraphrasing but it's like you're being weak like you need to show them you don't care and i'm like nigga i don't want to be like you i was like i don't want to be like you y'all are people who have so much past baggage and trauma that you out like that you're living out every single fucking day and you're just blind to it because you tell yourself this narrative and that narrative becomes everything and that's what i'm talking about with that mind body disconnect because your body's still reacting to that shit your body hasn't healed from that shit it's still triggered from that shit those emotions that anger is it still feels it but then that mental energy that brain the thoughts though it's completely disconnected and that's when you know you have people be like oh this person's crazy or this person's this or this person's that you know and it just is what it is it just is what it fucking is you know but anyway um anyway um yeah i don't know i think i'm pretty much done there um i didn't expect the wrongdoing parts to be like i'm perfect (laughs) but no like for real though it's like girl i'm girl sometimes i just be randomly remembering the fucked up shit that i did and i'm like it's not the worst thing in the world and that's kind of what i'm trying to bring up it's like when i say i've done some fucked up things it's like i mean like i've done things that some people who you could argue are more fucked up than me like they would not have done those things and there are things that i um haven't done that like people may not think is like that big of a deal but i'm just like i I just would never do something like that and that's just like kind of my point i always want that to be recognized and like celebrated because i'm proud of it and also i'm like that's growth for me personally so it's just like i'm imperfect and that's fine like that's that's perfectly fine like i completely agree with it i completely love it i'm so there for it you know but um but yeah just to like wrap up though because i don't know if i did a good job um at fully fleshing out or finishing up i should say so with that friend like the ex-friend we were were we ever really friends no people told me she wasn't my friend anyway and and i'm not saying i'm just saying because i'm like that was proof because i'm like i'd be looking back like that was not your friend but we did have moments and i do miss her even i want nothing to do with her but i just miss certain moments because obviously those were the only moments of those moments i've ever had so it's just like oh anyway but it's like this person is someone i really really cared about someone that i really thought that we had something important even though i hated it i hated being a part of it i didn't want to be a part of it but i just thought like i don't know maybe this is what it's supposed to be maybe i'm wrong and that's what i mentioned where like i just thought she knew everything and i was just an idiot but like that just really wasn't the case and it just ended up blowing up i can only speak for myself in my face in a horrible way that i wish not to ever repeat because it wasn't worth it nothing about it was worth it which is why i think to myself was that even really a friendship because i really look back at everything and i'm like it wasn't worth it 
like obviously if i could go back and change it would i know because like you know i just i'm not that sort of person um but with this podcast i was always afraid that like i would be a horrible person because i'm so like emotionally vulnerable about my feelings and about the things that i'm going through and um it's hard you know like it's just really it's just hard it's just very hard um but yeah but yeah um but yeah like I don't know. So I just I just wanted to create this section because I was thinking about my anger, my anger towards those memories and that past and how, you know, sometimes I'm just hungry, but I'm still holding on to that out of habit and realizing and why like that's the anger portion of the wrongdoing portion is like, you know, that doesn't make me right because hurt people hurt people and doing things out of hurt is dangerous because you could end up just hurting people because you just want to express that hurt. And what you express when you want to express that hurt is just more hurt, you know? Anyway, so, um, yeah, just, like, yeah, like, I wanted to acknowledge that, like, I've done shit, too. Like, I am not perfect. I am far from perfect, objectively, but I still find myself to be delectably perfect because I am just very grateful that I am going through life as myself point blank period like that that matters to me you know like that really matters to me um and I value that journey and I wish that a lot of people and I've always been like this since I was a kid because I'd meet people who I felt like were not proud of themselves because I feel like a lot of times when people look at me what they see is someone who's very proud of herself even when I'm not actually proud of myself but there is always like this innate pride that I do have and it's because I understand that like I will I am myself I can only ever be myself and if I do all the work that I can to be the best version of myself, well, God damn it, I will be the best version of myself and there's no other version of me. So it will be the best motherfucking version. You know what I mean? Like, so it will be the best. <laughs> and so when I was younger, I'd always wish I could give that to other people because it's such a pleasant experience. But the pleasant experience doesn't mean that I'm always like feeling proud. The pleasant experience is that I always come home to the fact that I am who I am. You know, like that is the only consistency. <laughs> I mean, God forbid, one of my greatest fears, though, is actually to lose my memory. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, that's actually one of my greatest fears has been ever since I was younger because I'm so tied to my identity. But it's like getting into an accident or whatever. And I wake up and it's like, who am I? Like, I'm not into that shit. I am not into that shit, bro. But it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, it's like, you can always come home to that. And understanding that, like, for example, I love to look pretty. I love to be hot. Like, going back to the beginning of this episode, like, in the dark crevice of my mind, a bitch is wearing a bikini with a thong, her boobs perfect. I, we're drinking her hand by the water with some girlies, with some girlfriends, shaking her ass. Because I still have a crush on that white man. He's he's there in the fantasy, too. Be twerking on him. Anyway, <laughs> and then just like you know what i mean just like just having a good good old time just having a good old motherfucking time 
Um, and I don't know, just like really being happy, like for real, like just really just being happy and just feeling hot. Like I love to feel like I love to turn myself on. Like, okay, this is how we're going to end it. Just so you guys know. So you have an idea of the type of person I am and I've always been and will continue to always be. I turn myself on. Like I'm that person that looks in the mirror and like, yes, yes, I'm horny. And I think this is what ties into why I'm like, there's a time and a place. Cause I'm like, girl, if I ever need to turn it on, I just, I just do it myself. You feel me? So it's like, there are t- there's a time and a place. Sometimes I don't want it. Cause I'm like, girl, like I just did that. I'm not trying to like reflect on that. Like it got a little too hot and heavy in my mind for a second. Like relax or my body's tired. Like there's a plethora of reasons why I'm just not in the mood to be horny right now. And they're very valid reasons. Okay. But it's just like, but I'm that person. It's like, I love to turn myself on. I do turn myself on. I want to wear a thong because I'm just like, wow, I'm so hot. Like, you know what I mean? I'm just I want to shake my ass because I'm like, I know I'm hot. You feel me? Like, that's just the type of person I am, you know? Um, And again, the source of that is just because I am me. So it's like, if I want to be hot, like, for example, I was thinking about this too yesterday, but it's like, I know when people get into a relationships that it's like, you know, there's this idea that like you're with the right person if like, like, for example, if you get fat, right? And then like your partner still loves you. It's like, that's a good partner. Here's my thing. And I really mean this. I really, really mean this. I want a partner that doesn't care if I'm fat, but I know I'm with the right person. If they understand me, understand me enough, like, fun, and when I say understand me, I'm mean like me personally, my spirit, okay, the source to the body's power and my mind's existence. Like, I want them to understand me and my spirit and how vital it is and important it is to me to feel like I'm being the best version of myself, whatever that may be in whatever phase of my life I'm in. Because I would not want to be with someone like if I'm talking to my partner and I'm like, well, I don't want to eat that because I don't want to get fat. I don't want to be with a partner that's like, I mean, I don't mind if he's like, oh, it doesn't matter. Or if they like are honestly being like, hey, like you're you're exhibiting like, you know, troublesome behavior like bitch fucking eat like yes i don't mind that that's love but it's just like but at the same time it's like i think about how the best way i can actually truly describe it it's like there are some couples especially if they're like active couples and of course there are many many nuances so you know like this is a very specific type of couple but not all couples that look like they're this couple are this couple Remember, critical thinking skills. We need to practice that. Anyway, but there are some couples where, like, they love to work out together. They're, like, each other's, like, gym buddies, whatever. Like, I don't really, like, want to work out like that. Like, and if I ever did, like, I kind of want to be, like, a community thing. Like, I wouldn't want to just be, like, me and my partner. Like, we can do that together. But, like, I want us to have, like, other hobbies. You know what I mean? Because I want to work out with, like, friends and shit, too, you know? But it's just kind of, like, um... But it's just also kind of like, um, I would want to be with someone who like respects my goals, you know, like, it's like, if I don't want to be a certain like weight, you know, because for me, like, this is like the thinnest I've ever been in my life. And I'll be real with y'all. I want to enjoy it. Like I'm being real with y'all. Cause I don't plan on being this thin forever. You know what I mean? So it's like, I want to enjoy it. You know what I mean? And it could be problematic. You know, you could dissect that, see some issues there. But 
I just think it's fun. And I don't want to contribute to, like, body dysmorphia in the world. So it's not like I'm going to sit here and, like, like I said, a lot of, like, pictures, like, that would have to do with, like, my body or, like, my own sexualization. It's, like, would probably be private accounts just for my friends who understand my personality. Because that's where it's really coming from. I'm just expressing it through my body. But it's just, like, again, the spirit, you know, and the body thing. But, like, personality is more so not really spirit. But anyway, but moving on. Um, and I would want to be with a partner where if I'm like, yeah, I don't want to get fat. Like, I would want them to, like, understand what I mean when I say that. Like, I wouldn't want to have to sit there and be like, oh, my God, let's have a therapy appointment. And it's like, oh, my God, you need to love yourself no matter what. Like, bitch, obviously. Like, Jesus. Like, it's just like, I just don't want to be fat right now. Like, because I, I literally have a goal in life, like, to be a round 60-year-old. Okay? And when I tell you. I cannot wait for that. I've talked about that for years in my life where it's like, no, when my ma- when my metabolism starts to slow the fuck down, I'm going to enjoy that shit. The way I want to enjoy the fact that, you know, malnourishment was trash, but now I'm a little thin in a way that I never thought I'd ever be thin, even though I probably low-key have always been this thin, like, periodically in my life and just never, but I never, like, had that sort of, like, relationship with my body, so you know but it's like i want to enjoy that and be like ooh, snatched waist like you know what i mean like i want to enjoy that i want to have fun with that because it's not going to last forever and i also don't see it as like a big part of my personality or anything it's just more like this is my look right now you know what i mean like this is my look right now like some people get surgeries and some people just enjoy their body in the phase that it's in at that point in time, you know? And I wouldn't want to be with a partner that robs me of that. Because then I, I will just feel like I'm not with the right person. Because I'll just be like, literally, shut the fuck up. You're getting on my goddamn nerves. Like, I get this shit all the time from social media. Because it's like, it went from, like, social media only bombarding us with, like, thinness to now social media bombarding us for having any sort of desire period like it's like it's not even just about like wanting to be thin it's not even just about wanting to be plus size it's not it's just about wanting shit because you're always gonna have someone who's upset that you want what you want and it's like girl shut the fuck up no one cares anyway at least i don't and that's my power but it's just like yeah, like, I just want to enjoy that. Like, I love having straight hair, and I understand, you know, but I love having straight hair. But I'm sure I'm going to, like, rock my natural hair more often as well. You know what I mean? But it's just, like, but I'm still going to rock that straight hair. And I know a lot of people understand that. That's not much of a hot take. But my body's, like, a big thing for me, where it's, like, I want to enjoy this. Because I never went through that phase in my childhood where I was, like, ooh, my sexy body. Like, I didn't really go through that. I was just more seeing it like scientifically and also I was a kid so I was just like yeah like look at my body but now in my 20s like bitch I want to be sexy like I want to keep turning myself on I want to like surprise myself by how much I turn myself on I want to I've always been this person as well but I was that person in college where I look at myself in the mirror and I'd be like I'm so pretty but it's like that's who I am like that's my personality like <laughs> that is my personality and i want to do that in all of her different phases and all of her different sizes and she will be different sizes because she already has been different sizes but like i said the plus size era girl i've been anticipating that shit for a minute i think but i have to be careful because i'm very small so i do have to be mindful of my weight period but um but anyway but it's just like i I just want to enjoy my phase right now because, again, I plan on also having children. And if, God, like, if, bro, 
if life really does gift me i'll have at least five of them bitch i am not gonna be skinny after that you know what i mean and i think about this all the time like because the the day i made the decision about my body was when beyonce like i was watching like dream girls i think it was like the last time i watched dream girls or the second to last time i watched dream girls and i just saw how small beyonce used to be and i was like because she was always bootylicious you know what i mean like she was always like known for her thickness but when you like look at her before she had kids it's like girl i'm like girl she was skinny i was like she was skinny like yeah bootylicious but the bitch was skinny like <laughs> and so i always think about that now because it's like when i have kids because beyonce's still hot don't get it twisted like she's still hot bootylicious all that shit but that's what I mean by I want to enjoy my body in all of its different phases. I want to enjoy it skinny pre-birth now, but then also be on my Beyonce shit, like post-birth, like thick, like wide ass hips. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I want to enjoy all of that. I want to celebrate all of that. And I don't want to be with a partner that doesn't understand that. Like, I wouldn't want to be with someone who's like, oh babe or there's something like you just don't understand me like you literally like you just don't understand me and like that's fine and like you're not allowed in my personal like world because like you literally don't understand me like you don't speak this language and this is not this is not the real world i don't i don't actually have to like open it up to you you know what i mean so um so yeah but i just had to say that i forgot why but i just had to say that because it's like i don't know like i just know i'll be with the right person if they just like understand how self-absorbed i am and just like how, how much i love the way i look and how obsessed i am with the way i look um but it's also not something where i define my worth by like i don't define my worth by the way i look i just like to see my body as like a work of art and i can express my personality through it and my spirit through it and my core through it and I, I take that very seriously and it's very important to me and some people may look at that and be like oh you're just shallow you just care about your looks but it's like no you just don't understand what it's like to you know to walk in my shoes honestly right now you know what i mean like it's not about especially as somebody who grew up in a confederate town where like i was dark-skinned black and treated like shit you know what i mean like and it's like and also like me being first generation american and not understanding or knowing anything and you know just kind of like being new to that like just being really new to that and just being like you know like oh my god you know what i mean like <laughs> you know what i mean like anyway but <laughs> anyway sorry anyway but um but yeah because it's like i do kind of want to be an influencer like i've decided i was like i think i want to do it like i think i want to do it anyway <laughs> but like not like how other people are influenced i'm just doing it my own way obviously because everything i do i do my own way don't ever forget that but it's just like <laughs> but it's just so fucking funny because i'm sorry i'm being i'm being obnoxious but it's just like i just think it's funny because i was um fuck why did i bring this up no because i was like imagining like my crush and like being like you know because we're probably not ever gonna be together but it's just like i like to still think about it because we don't i don't I haven't spoken to him in like weeks at this point so i don't know if i'll ever speak to him again but it was just like i like to just still think about him sometimes though and it's just like it's just really funny because it's just like i imagine like 
meeting people that he knows and this is obviously all just like fantastical because it's like i don't actually like know what his friends are like so like this is not really based of anything other than like just my own like literal fantasies but it's just like <laughs> but i imagine like being with his friends or being around like people he knows and or people who live in his building and like me like because i've always been like this but it's just like i will literally just pull out my camera and i do it without realizing it which is like can be embarrassing sometimes but it's like i'll just take out my phone and i'll just like start like recording myself or taking pictures of myself especially if i'm bored and like it's really bad because i've done it before like in the middle like important presentations like people are like doing very important things or talking about very important things but i'm like just bored and i just like i really don't you know what I mean? Like, I just, I really lose, lose, um, touch with the conversation. And I just pull my phone out and just be looking at myself. And it's just, like, Muna. <laughs> and I can just imagine, like, people, like, meeting us as a couple. And then, like, them being, like, oh, my God. She's just, like, an influencer. Like, she's just, like, shallow. Like, why is he with her? How is, like, how are they together? And it's, like, bitch, I'm smart the fuck just because a girl likes to be beautiful and revel in her beauty don't make her dumb don't make her stupid if anything ice spice taught me that confirm that she knows what the fuck she's doing and that's why she's kicking all the way to the goddamn bank okay so and that to me is also very new york anyway that to me is like that's as new york as it gets anyway but but yeah um but yeah so so yeah and i do think honestly the pushback of ice spice she will actually understand in the future because it makes sense and i think that i don't know i think ice spice is a unicorn and i kind of hope she stays that way i know you know colorism stuff like that and i, I don't want to belittle that but it's just like I don't know she's she's kind of a unicorn and i i do still hope though that like there are more dark skin brown skin girls that like become rap girlies because that's that's what i would love to see um but anyway moving on ending capping it up we're done talking oh my god my throat is burning um tmi is kind of really bad but like my throat has kind of been bleeding and i need to like stop smoking and i need to stop like putting my throat to through hell but i've really just been struggling like i've just been like emotionally struggling in a way that it's hard for me to like talk about um because i'm still making sense of like what the fuck these struggles even are but just pray for me i hope that i because i'm today's a sober day and i just really feel like i can continue on being sober for an extended period of time so hopefully my throat will heal by then but also i'm dehydrated and i keep forgetting that because it's summer it's super hot a friend of mine was telling me that even though i did not tell him that my throat was bleeding but i don't want to because he'll then he'll be like girl and i'll be like i, I know and that's what i mean i'm not perfect like objectively because it's like girl what is wrong with you but it's just like just so you guys know fun fact about me like you know i'm struggling when i have self-destructive behaviors that's also why i would want to be with a partner that's like has a brain and is logical and it's like there's a difference between like oh you know i'm just like watching my weight and like you're kind of like using this to like hurt yourself because i do self-harm but i don't self-harm like cutting myself i just don't take care of myself like i just don't eat 
my throat will be bleeding. I'll be like, oh, well, who cares? Like, and a lot of people, I think, self-harm in that way. But I don't know if we even recognize that for what it is, which is like just self-harm. People call it self-destructive behaviors. But ultimately, there's a level of self-harm because you know, you know, it hurts. You know, you're hurting yourself, but it just doesn't really matter because whatever's hurting you just helps you distract yourself from like whatever the fuck is actually going on um but yeah i'm gonna try my best these next two weeks to you know like just try to get back on solid sober ground so my physical health can like recuperate um but yeah anyway guys i love you so much thank you so much for listening um shout out to all the pair (laughs) that was a joke that i was reminded of um yesterday but anyway no but i love you guys thank you so much for listening and i will be back with a new episode and i also want to talk about the migrant situation happening in new york and in the united states in general but i'm gonna have to do my research because i don't have my opinion is very much um nuanced okay all right bye guys